Hey, pardon my take, listeners. You can find every episode on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. On today's Pardon My Take, football. Football and more football. Football, football, football. Our guest is football. We're going to break down every single game. We're going to give you the fastest two minutes. We're going to do football guy of the week. We're going to talk a little baseball. We're going to talk a little who's back. We've got a lot for you on a football Monday, and we're brought to you by the Cash App. Pardon my take is always brought to you by the Cash App. The Cash App is the most powerful way to send, spend, and save. And Cash App wants to help save you guys from those bad beats with the all-new hashtag Bad Beats Monday. Cash App is going to pay out as many AWLs as possible. Use the hashtag Bad Beats Monday. All you have to do is tweet about your bad beats. Use the hashtag Bad Beat Monday hashtag and tell us your cash tag to get hooked up by Cash App every Monday during football season. You spend, they save you from your bookie. Use the hashtag BadBeatsMonday and tweet it at us. You already know the Cash App is the number one finance app in the App Store. What you might not know is that you can also put Cash App in your wallet with the Cash Card. It's the only debit card that offers instant rewards and comes packed with premium features. Even a credit card can offer like Boost. You can get 10% off your entire purchase at DoorDash and even save every time you shop at Whole Foods or Target. Plus more of your favorite places. Check out all the Boosts available to you right from your Cash App and use them instantly when you swipe with your Cash Card. The Cash Card has no fees and a credit check isn't required to get one. Just instant savings when you add a boost. Cash App is also the easiest way to buy, sell, and deposit Bitcoin. Most Bitcoin exchanges take days for a bank transfer to become investable. Through the Cash App, it takes seconds. Invest as little as $1 and boom, you now own Bitcoin. Welcome to the club. Download the Cash App now through the App Store or Google Play uh, Play Store and get your cash card for free. Download the Cash App with referral code BARSTOOL and you'll receive $5 and another $5 to go to the ASPCA. A true win-win. So download now. Okay, let's go. Welcome to Part of My Take, presented by the Cash App. Go download it right now. Use code Barstool. You get $5 for free, $5 to ASPCA. Today is Monday, October 7th, week five. What? 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 We start in the Meadowlands where the locker room had some hurt feelings after Kirk Cousins went on his fucking podcast and apologized. Teej, he wasn't advertising for MeUndies as Cousins and Thielen are a couple of tidy whiteies. Dalvin Dane Cook is running angry because Kirk Cousins is stealing money from the Vikings every single week. Elijah Penny and Danny Dimes made enough loose change to make Pete Carroll watch this game film more than once. The Vikings are back on track. 28, G-Men, 10. The New York Football Giants. And Houston, where Will Fuller House said, How rude to the idea of single coverage on Sunday to the tune of three touchdowns. 
Have mercy. Deshaun Watson broke the Falcons' defense down step-by-step for reporters after the game, and Dan Quinn's Suzanne Summer may be starting soon, as the Falcons could be looking for a fresh start and to be better the second time around. As Deshaun Hunter Watson was the hottest guy in town, the Falcons' Super Bowl run was so long ago, I watched it on my dinosaurs. I'm the baby. Gotta love me. Texas drop a 50-burger. 53, Falcons 32. To Nash Vegas, where the Bills take on the Titans. A Music City Miracle rematch, where a young schwam was in attendance. Look at that hair, Tej. Mm. Denial isn't just a river in Egypt. It's also thinking you have a decent kicker, as Cairo missed several Egypt shots. And fortunately, Mike Vrabel's dick won't be looking like the Sphinx's nose if the Titans keep this up. Hey, Tej. Yeah, boom. No one circles the pyramids like the Buffalo Bills. Bills 14. In Pittsburgh, Devlin Merrill Hodges led the team back to a abnormally large tie in a relief appearance after a concussion that was greatly overblown by the media, according to these pseudoscience papers I have right here. Mark Laura Ingram couldn't believe the, what the whistleblowers overheard when the Steelers elected to kick in overtime. After a Pittsburgh fumble, Justin Tucker Carlson's field goal drifted far enough right for the win. Ravens 23, the Steelers 20. To the nation's capital where Tom Terrific came to smoking Jay Gruden's house for an easy W. Julian Adelman was rolling in the deep secondary as Josh Gordon Lightfoot made a wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald of the Redskins secondary. Tom Brady seamlessly ordered a touchdown as Ryan Lizzo made the Redskins defense 100% his bitch. Pat- Patriots 33, Redskins 7. Whip, whip. I, I don't know if that's how Ryan Lizzo does it. I think it is. 100% his bitch. In Carolina, where we had a back alley cat fight as the Panthers and Jaguars were two cats rubbing up against each other on a Sunday afternoon. We call that scissoring, boom. That's hot. Christian McCaffrey was a holy trinity, rushing for 176 yards, receiving for 61, and throwing for zero interceptions. Reggie Sinabonifon added the cream frosting on the win with a late touchdown. Gardner Minshunai ate everything the Panthers sent his way until he threw up a Hail Mary that was batted down by Puke Keekley. Panthers 34, the Jaguars 27. Across the pond we go where Chase Daniel Ratcliffe had the Bears offense looking like a muggle until they entered platform nine and three quarters at halftime, coming out looking like a Triwizard champion. But the Bears came up short in the most heartbreaking loss since he who shall not be named. Cody Parkey, boom. Yeah, that's, we shouldn't name him. That's why we shouldn't name him. Looks like John Gruden isn't so Dumbledore now as the Raiders are eating high off the Hogwarts. The Gryffindor Raiders. 24. Huffle Bears, 21. Whip! That made me laugh because I didn't understand any of the references. In Dallas, where stocks are up for Aaron Dow Jones, Amaria Alexandra Cooper told the Packers defense, Call me daddy, as he gobbled up yards like a voodoo clam and sucked and fucked his way to 226 (laughs) yards. Aaron Rodgers said to Danica Daktrick, We may like each other, but don't think you're getting a ring on my watch. Up in the box, Jerry Jones invited George Bush, but the Packers said, Put down that W and hold this Ellen. Degenerous. Packers 34, Cowboys 24. Standing on a corner, James Winston, Tampa, Florida. Such a fine sight to see. It's Drew Brees, my lord, and his thumb's still sore. Show me your teddies, I'll give you Mardi Gras bees. Come on, Brees.
Bridgewater. Don't be a thick otter. You've got a third leg. People are calling you Teddy Tripotter. Saints go marching 31-24. We finish in a sloppy game in Kansas City where an injured Patrick Mahomes is on the field. He barely has an ankle, but we're going to go down to him, Patrick. Well, first of all, I want to say thanks to all the equipment staff from the <laughs> Red Unis tonight. I was walking around feeling like an ice-cold glass of Heinz. Unfortunately, we were the ones playing catch-up, I tell you what. Gosh dang, my ankle really smarts. They got that sucker all taped up like a dang mummy. I, I feel I feel immobile on it. It was a little weird playing my first game outdoors after playing one indoors. I got distracted looking up at the night sky trying to figure out what... Which one's bigger, Orion's belt or the one Coach Reed wears around with all the neat gadgets? All right, week five in the books. While we still have Monday Night Football, I do that every single week. We're going to recap every game. Yep. Uh, Before we start, uh, we're going to start with Sunday Night Football. But before we do that, can we talk about the fact that P.I. flags are the dumbest rule the NFL has ever Done. I think it was put out there as a trick on coaches to see which coaches have the least amount of respect for the officiating crews. They're like, oh, you're going to challenge it? Well, guess what? We're never going to overturn it, except there's going to be one pass interference that's overturned in the playoffs. In the a playoffs, major, A yes. major game in the playoffs. They're going to totally switch the rule books on us at the very last second, and it's going to blow everybody's mind. But they, they're not changing anything you're, right now. You're absolutely right. They're going to do one big one so that they could say, see... It works. The system works. But holy shit, is it dumb. It slows the game down. There's never, ever going to be an overturn. I, there might have been one already, but it, I, I feel like I haven't seen it. And every single game, it feels like there's two or three times where a coach is like, should I challenge, should I not? Then they challenge. They never get it. That one in uh, the Dallas Green Bay game, which wasn't pass interference, but then the minute they show it on slow motion, everything looks like pass interference. Uh-huh. So... They're never going to undermine their own crew, and it's the dumbest rule change that they've ever done. It was so knee-jerk from the Saints' fuck-up, which mm-hmm. we said at the time was a huge fuck-up, but also like a once-in-a-million you know, shot fuck-up that didn't need an entire rule to fix that. I think if it happened to any team except for the New Orleans Saints, they wouldn't have changed the rule. But, the, but even the NFL was like, you know what? We fucked over this franchise a lot. If we don't make it look like we're doing something, we might have a riot on our hands. Yes. We might have a full-scale riot. The Saints fans were putting up billboards in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. Who knows what the next step would have been if they didn't change something. So it was it was very reactionary to that, but that's what the NFL does. Of course. They're extremely reactionary right. to everything. And so they're, they're putting on a, kind of like a, a facade of, yeah, we fixed the problem. The problem was never that big to begin with. Because well, like a judgment call... It's tough to go back and review it because you're right. You could call it on every single play if you wanted to. I actually just realized what they did. We're so stupid. Of course they did this because what they did was they created this rule that's even dumber than the missed call in the Saints game in the NFC Championship game. So now in the offseason, they can remove this rule and then say, hey, we're listening to people. We're changing things. We know how to adapt when really they're just adapting to their own fuck-up that was a reaction uh-huh. to their initial fuck-up. Yep. You know, it's genius. It's you know, genius by the NFL. This never would have happened. 
happened if Jeff Fisher was still on the competition committee. Yeah. I'm just saying that. Like, if Jeff Fisher was still involved in some aspects with the NFL, this rule change would have never been implemented. And while we're talking because about he rules? He knows that he can't find his own challenge flag no. inside his pocket. He would have lost all of them. And no. while, we're ta- while we're talking about rules, I really, this is going to be a hill I'm going to die on now. The rule that if you have, like, a uh, an excessive celebration or a, you know block in the back or something on an interception that gets negated, mm-hmm. it shouldn't count. That shouldn't count. If the interception is negated, everything after that should be yeah. negated. It should be if you're yes, if you're a defensive player and you see a flag down on the play, it should be the exact same as if you're Aaron Rodgers and see that there's an offsides penalty. International you, waters. you get a free shot. Yes. So if you intercept the ball, you can do whatever you want with the ball. You can stick it in your pants and pretend to hump an official. You can punt it into the stands. It doesn't do whatever. It doesn't make sense that if you intercept the ball and then you have excessive celebration and then they say the interception never counted, the celebration shouldn't count because you wouldn't yep. have had that. Anything that happens after the flag's down doesn't count at all. Okay. All right. That's enough uh, of us just yelling mindlessly My only, rules that we can't change and have no impact on. My only regret is that Lovey Smith was not around to totally screw up all the pass interference challenges because he would have fa- figured out brand new ways to mess all that yes, up. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the Sunday night game. The Chiefs are in trouble. I think the blueprint is out there for the Chiefs well, on how our, to beat the Chiefs. It, it, it's it, injured Pat Mahomes. Well, it's injured Pat Mahomes, but I want we have to give a ton of credit to the Colts because running the ball the way they ran it and also, just credit on the season. The fact I I don't know many franchises that could have their franchise quarterback, their career, you know, their quarterback for the future. You're hoping for the next ten years retire all of a sudden and be able to hold everything together. Mm-hmm. And the Colts need all the credit in the world for good leadership. I'll I'll say it, Jim Irsay, but it's probably more Chris Ballard and Frank Reich. But I'll, I'll no, give yeah, we'll Jim, give the credit. I'll to give Jim you Irsay. some. I'll give you some credit, Jim Irsay. But that is what good teams do with a solid foundation with a GM who's been empowered and a coach who's been empowered. And Frank Reich is on my list of coaches. I, you love to bet on because he's aggressive throughout the game, but they need all the credit in the world because I honestly don't think there are more than a handful of franchises in the NFL that had their quarterback retired three weeks before the season would have been able to put together what the Colts have been able to put together. And of course it's week to week. They lost to the Raiders last week. They beat the chiefs this week. The NFL makes no sense, but I still think they need credit because what they're doing, they have an identity and they stick to it. Consider this us crediting Jim Irsay for the first time on the show he put Ballard in place. Ballard stocked the offensive line. The offensive line has five road graders on yeah. it. Quentin Nelson is just dominating people. They have they have probably, I think I saw like 10 plays tonight where it was just scripted for Quentin Nelson to just blow the defensive, uh, defensive lineman off his feet and then get to the second level immediately. Yes. And they are really, really good on the offense. They can run the ball on anybody. They can pass protect, and they've got some good receivers. They've got a good running back. They're actually, yes, yeah, I know their defense was banged up a little bit today. But the Colts are really, really fucking good. And Frank Reich, I mean, he's got to be—he's got to be in the conversation for Coach of the Year at oh, this you're point. Give him out if, well, first quarter. No, we're doing quarter, first quarterly quarter. awards. Second quarter. Frank Reich gets uh, the first quarter of the second quarter Coach of the Week award from, yes. from me. Absolutely. Um, all right. So the Chiefs. I'm—I don't want to overreact because obviously they're fantastic. No, Patrick Mahomes is incredible. Let's but do it. we have to overreact a little. My question to you, PFT: Are they a regular season team? Because this is my favorite thing about football when you have a team just be like, hey, you know what? We're just going to man you up. We're going to run the ball. We're going to control the clock. And we're going to play some defense. And now Patrick Mahomes' injury, clearly he was hampered. Mm -hmm. You know, Tyree kills out there. Everything changes. I think Sammy Watkins went out. But 
I do love this dynamic. This is why football is the best sport because you have like incredible offenses, incredible teams, and then you can you can basically say, hey, if we just decide to just play like man old school football, we might have a chance. Right. Probably it, not every time. Right. But it's, we might have a chance. It's grit versus glam. Yes. Right. You get yes. you're gonna try to score fifty points on us. Tell you what, we're gonna run the ball. We're gonna run the ball and then we're gonna run the ball some more. Quentin Nelson rocking the run the damn ball hat like you're wearing right yes, now. Run the damn ball. It's, it's bully it's, ball. It's kind of like it's the old ball. it's the old uh Peyton Manning Colts teams who would put up, you know, insane stats in, in the regular season uh-huh. and then get bullied in the in the postseason. I've got another team that I'm gonna talk about later that I think fits that bill pretty well. Uh, but yeah, the uh, you know how we always say that the trick to beating Tom Brady is hit him just if you can rush with four and then hit him with four. Uh, beating Patrick Mahomes, the book is out. It is actually just keep him in the pocket, keep him in the pocket, so and make it, yeah, sure you sprain his ankle yeah, like multiple yeah, times. So the injury had something to do with that. But if you're going to hear a lot of people say that the trick to beating Patrick Mahomes is keeping him in the pocket, and I think that that's real. I also think that there might have been a little bit of uh, bad chemistry going into this game Ooh. because if you saw earlier this week. Richard Sherman and a, a few other, or not, not Richard Sherman, Anthony Sherman and a few other players on the Chiefs. They tweeted out Travis Kelsey's phone number. Oh, do you see that? No, I did not. Yeah, they just they they said wish him a happy birthday because it's his birthday. And was it actually his phone number? I don't know. I wished him a happy birthday. He didn't respond to me. Okay, so so he curved me. So the Chiefs have the Texans next week. That's you just got to bet the Chiefs. Points, though. You but no, bet you, you got to bet points. Yeah, but you got to bet the Chiefs because you just have to take whatever overreaction you have. And I just basically buried the Chiefs, even though they're not. And remember that next week, Patrick Mahomes will throw five touchdowns and we'll just forget everything. So they're not in trouble, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things. Keep it in the back of your head. Okay. Because you know who else can run the ball? The Patriots. Yeah. So if they play each other in the in the playoffs, which we all expect, will the Chiefs be able to figure this out? I Yeah, if it's in New England, it's going to be tough. Uh, okay, let's get to the rest of the games. Uh, Bucks versus Saints. Teddy Bridgewater. Do we have a quarterback controversy? I think so. It's going to be Bridgewater or Taysom Hill. I'm not sure which one. you got to ride the hot hand, right? And Taysom Hill was one for one today. Okay. So he was one for one. It sucks that he – I understand why Sean Payton is not bringing Taysom Hill out much more because he's if, – if Teddy Bridgewater gets hurt, Taysom Hill is your quarterback. So yep. you can't just be throwing him out there seven times a game for random plays. Uh, your internet dad, my internet uncle, Mike Florio, had a point that I thought was very interesting. I want to hear, hear your take on it. Okay. Drew Brees' injury was the best thing to happen to the Saints because it took all the pressure off this season after the after the Minneapolis miracle, after the NFC Championship game with the blown call. The Saints were the snake-bitten team with all the pressure in the world. Can they get back? Their window's closing. You know, Drew Brees isn't going to be around forever. He gets hurt, and now it's like it's the old nobody believes in us theory. Uh-huh. And they go to Seattle and they win, and then they beat the Cowboys, and then they beat the the Bucks, and they just keep rolling off wins. And now you have to wonder, like their defensive line is awesome, different in the dome, and Teddy Bridgewater is doing more than just keeping them afloat. He's winning games. He's winning. He's what is he? He's three and zero now. Yeah, he's three and zero as a starter. So uh, they they said basically just tread water until Drew Brees gets back. And you know what this injury did? It gave them permission to win ugly, mm-hmm. which I like because right. because if they win ugly with Drew Brees, then the question is: Is Drew Brees done? Right? Is this time to move on? Is this his last season? How much longer is Drew going to stick around in New Orleans? Now it's this team's playing like a team. So you agree with this? I do. I do agree with Mike Flory on this. I don't think that they – We should just steal the take okay. and say we created Yeah, it. so I, I don't think that if Sean Payton had drawn it up, 
uh, in his very busy offseason. Of course not. I don't think he would have said, I would like to see Drew get hurt this year. Yes. But I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. Also, it, it makes him look like a genius for re-signing Teddy Bridgewater and makes Teddy Bridgewater... You know how close we were to having Miami Dolphins quarterback Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah. He's making himself millions and millions of dollars. Drew Brees, Miami Dolphins quarterback. That's true. That's true. All these guys. All these guys. They're just like, nope, don't want to go there. Don't, well, I'd rather go to the Saints. But so. we now have two, the two best teams in the NFC South are teams that are just winning with backup quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And it's impressive. I mean, the Saints, it's impressive what the Saints are doing. And I do really, I, I kind of believe that they're, they're, under the radar with the Drew Brees injury, the pressure is completely off. And you're right; they can just win ugly. This was, I mean, Tra- Teddy Bridgewater was very good today. Yeah. So they're calling they're him winning. Teddy Roosevelt. They you were see that they were chanting Teddy Teddy Roosevelt because he he carries that big stick. Drew Brees between is, his legs. Drew Brees is definitely going to come back when he's not 100. percent Like he's going to come back when he's 60 percent because he doesn't. He can't have this. He was throwing miniature footballs. He can't that, have they got this. him on the Andrew Luck plan where he starts out with like the little uh, footballs that you get from a vending machine. Yeah. Eventually it'll be a Nerf, then it'll be a Vortex, then it'll be a college football. So we've probably got like five weeks of him progressing no, to slightly gonna, bigger balls. He's going to come back before he is ready just because he can't handle this. Uh, okay, next up, Ravens. Also, he remembered that he has Michael Thomas on his team. Yes. Which is very big. a very big Well, the part. Bucks secondary is atrocious. Yeah, well, where do we stand on the how much has Bruce Arians gotten through to Jameis Winston meter now? Um, well, Jameis Winston did something today that I don't think I've ever seen. He and played in the Superdome without trying to eat his own fingers no, beforehand. No, he uh, threw an interception, but it was called off because he took a delay a game. It's smart. It's incredible. It's brilliant. I've never seen a quarterback. I mean, they rarely let the play go on a delay a game, but it was incredible to watch. He, It was like the reverse Aaron Rodgers who does the get the guy off sides and then throw a touchdown because yeah. you know he has a free play. Jameis didn't even realize he had a free play. Or no, uh-huh. he didn't realize that the play was going to be called off. And he still threw the interception, and then his original stupidity negated his his yes, second stupidity. Yes. Sometimes it's better to be dumb than good. It was incredible. Yeah, and that is the Jameis Winston That's story. the Jameis Winston story, yeah. <laughs> so, all the time, it's better to be dumb than uh-huh. good. If you're dumb enough and you make a mistake, sometimes it turns out in your favor. So, Jam- yeah. Jameis never lacks in confidence. Turn That's into for the sure. skid, Jameis. Uh, okay, Ravens, Steelers, Duck. Devlin Hodges, Duck. Duck. Is, Duck. That, is that what we're saying about him? That's his name. What? His nickname's Duck. They call him Duck? He won a duck calling competition as a youth. They call him Duck. That is so perfect. I love they that. They call him Duck. Not a great name for a quarterback. Devlin Duck Hodges? Uh-huh. I kind of like it. I like it too in theory, but I mean, the problem with that is every time he throws a duck, then it gets brought True. up. True. True, but then he could say that's my that's my signature. You knew throw. what you were getting when right. you signed when you signed old Ducky. So Devlin Duck Hodges comes in for Mason Rudolph, who took a brutal, brutal hit. And the, did the cart break when they were trying to take him off? Yeah, so it was out on the field. They drove that's it out so on the bad. field. I don't know if it ran out of juice or ran out of gas. It, what happened? You know what it was? It was probably they it, Ben was just joyriding it before the game, just ghost riding the whip. Yeah, and so the the there was hopefully not enough, wearing a helmet. There was not enough air in the uh, in the tires because he had just. Taking it all out, taking all the gas out, and it broke down. How about Ben Roethlisberger getting in trouble for wearing an Apple Watch last week? Yeah. That got $5,000, and his excuse was his wife dressed him, which is, of course. I, I absolutely believe that, by the also, way. You can be like, yes, Ben Roethlisberger doesn't know how to put clothes on. Do you think that Ben Roethlisberger would know how to cheat with an Apple Watch? 
There's yeah. no way he he probably doesn't even turn it on. He doesn't he even know that it's a watch that you can use text messages on. Right. He just yeah. has it for the time. He probably yeah. doesn't even look at it. It just looks good. He's yes. like, oh yeah, my wife dressed me and it looks good. He's like, oh this watch. Oh, it doesn't even turn on. It's weird. It's good. He just uses it to track his steps and his heartbeat. <laughs> yes. It's just, it's for health. Uh, but yeah, so Devlin Duck Hodges comes in. Not bad in relief of Mason Rudolph, but the big story from this game is Mike Tomlin, and I'm going to defend him. Go off. I'm going to defend him. Mike Tomlin did the unthinkable, and in overtime, they did. They won the coin flip, and they elected to kick. Now, mm-hmm. of course, when we saw this, we're like, this is the dumbest thing ever. Steelers football, baby. Dumbest thing ever. But Mike Tomlin, his quote afterwards, it actually makes sense. So he said that his kick return team was so bad on Sunday that he knew that if he elected to, to receive, they would have a very good chance of not moving the ball and then giving the Ravens great field position. So the Steelers on Sunday, their three kick returns, mm-hmm. they started at the 11, the 12, and the 15. They, he, he kicked in overtime. He said, I, I challenged my defense to make a stop. They made the stop, and then they received the ball in the 32. So, whatever you want to say about Mike Tomlin, and there's a lot to say. He doesn't have any confidence in Duck. I actually, no, I actually think he made, no, he doesn't have confidence in his kick return team. Because if you, if you go out, if you are at the 10 and the 15 every single time, and you don't get the first down, you basically are giving Justin Tucker the game. Right, but also you don't have to score a touchdown. You just have to get in. So you're giving Justin Tucker permission to win the game on the very first possession. No, he can't. You can't win the game on a field goal. Oh, so, in the so, first so he deferred. Right, that's the new rule. Catching right. it, so he kicked off to them. Right, knowing that knowing he, that knowing they, they would, they would give kick, up a touchdown, which they did. Right, they they, they stopped them. They stopped them. They, they got, got the, the ball back at the, the thirty something yard line. So it actually worked out exactly as Mike Tomlin planned. And then of course, this seems to me Marlon like, Humphrey. You know, peanut punch, punches uh, uh, Juju, Juju yeah. and then the game ends. But I, but I, what I, Mike I, Tomlin did actually worked exactly to plan and as dumb as he can be at times i'm going to defend him on this one i gotta wait and see what the stats are on how many times has that happened in overtime in the modern game like a coach that does not elect to receive the kickoff i feel like belichick's done it with this, the win before maybe this might be one of these situations where tomlin figured out the math after the fact when he knew he had to defend it he downloaded all the data that he keeps in Big Ben's watch. I don't know. I my knee jerk was to say that's so stupid, but when he explained it, and then you looked at the numbers and how bad their kick return team was on Sunday, mm-hmm. I, like, and that's something the Steelers have struggled with all season. They don't really have a returner. I, I listen, Mike Tomlin. If you if you're watching the game, there's never been a coach happier than when they got that first stop because he knew he was off the hook. Uh-huh. But still, I especially with the fact that a field goal can't beat you on the first possession. I don't hate the move. Also, when you have a backup quarterback and then a backup backup quarterback in the game, it kind of gives coaches a little bit of room to breathe and a little bit of room to try weird stuff. And that way, when they explain things like his decision to do this in the postgame press conference, you're, you're, first of all, your ownership does not expect you to win when you're starting a second stringer or a third stringer right. necessarily. And when they hear you trying weird fucked up moves like this, they're like, well, he's doing everything that he can. Right. He's try- he is trying to you know, play the odds and do weird shit to yeah. try to get this team to, to a victory. Yeah, like they were doing a lot of the gadget plays. Right. Lot- you know what? I don't, I don't know if the stats are 100% correct on this, but I think that there were more little, uh, I don't want to call them shovel passes, but the passes that go like 
a yard in front of you to a wide receiver running a jet sweep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those yes. little uh, underhanded passes. Yeah. There are more of those They're flips. in this week than I've ever seen in any other week of the NFL. Count They count as Four throws. Passes. Yeah. Absolutely. So also Lamar Jackson. Stinks. Let's talk about him. He stinks so, again. So he stinks again. <laughs> he stinks and he doesn't stink. Then he stinks again. Uh, he did knock over a photographer on the sideline and then picked her up and oh, like nice. gave her a little pat on the back. So nice. it was good job respecting the biz by Lamar. Um, the Ravens didn't look great really in anything that they did. No, their defense was okay. They're not, they're not a good uh, man. Ravens fans. Are gonna, they're not. I don't think they're that good of a team. I think that this is a team that is poised to take a big drop off in the second half of the season. Lamar Jackson too. Notice. I, I noticed this. Like, he, he looked a step slower than he has the first few weeks. I, it's hard to be a running quarterback in the NFL. I mean, it hard. It, it, you get hit a lot. You get hit way more than everyone else. He ran the ball 14 times. I mean, those, you know, some of them are he's going out of bounds and some of them are he's sliding, but that's still more hits than every other quarterback gets. I'm just saying, if you're, if we're doing the meter on Twitter, the Lamar Jackson haters, which we're not, had a nice day. It was, it was not as good as it could have been for them because they won, because they won. And you can always say he wins. Uh, and I feel like a lot of the Lamar Jackson haters are also the same quarterback wins people. I just don't so under- they're very conflicted this morning. Well, I just don't understand why we why we can't just be reasonable about Lamar Jackson. Be like he's a pretty good quarterback, and I still want to see more and see if he can you know be healthy for an entire season while he's carrying the ball fourteen times. I feel like that's yep. a rational thing. To I say. think that's a pretty rational thing, right? To say. But no one you have to have the hottest take on Lamar Jackson, whether it's pro or against. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next game up. The NFL actually came out and said that uh, Mason Rudolph didn't need a cart for that hit. Oh, if, oh, he did. If he if he needed a cart, they would have brought one out. But he was totally fine and could have. He was totally good to just yeah, walk just knocked out twice. Just walk it, yeah. just poor Mason Rudolph. So it wasn't the NFL the, cart issue. It was. It the, was. He was fine. The fact that they took off the mask was. I mean, you can't do that to a guy. Take the whole helmet off. Like that's. That was not fair for him. That visual was not fair. Oh, to just him. because it saw he you saw just his had, face coming out. Yeah, yeah, and he just had the helmet on, like the without the face mask. I'm going to you say gotta, it, you got to take the whole thing. off. I'm going to say it. Football players, I think they look pretty cool without the face mask on. Mm-hmm. It looks different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Looks like a leather leather head. Yeah. yeah, looks yeah. like the old George Clooney. Yes. Uh, okay. Next up, we have Cardinals, Bengals, Zane, Zane did Zane. it. Zane. It was a big day for Chase's half the game. And Zane's. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was good. I guess uh, Cliff got his first win. Yeah. So he was the first rookie coach to get a win this year. Yes. Here's a stat for you. Did he get at the expense of Zach Taylor? Yes. Who I still don't know what he looks like. I think he looks like a mix between Mayor Pete and uh, the coach. Was he Ryan Day? Poor Zach Taylor. It sucks. I think they're talking about trading Andy Dalton now. Oh, which no. would be. Yeah, get a King's Ransom for Andy Dalton. Well, I mean, midseason, some team would. And I'm saying this now because I know it's going to be the Bears. But some team would be like, hey, we have an injured quarterback. Let's take Andy Dalton. Would you take him, him right now? This is my original hypothetical that got me in trouble with Jay Cutler all the way back when. Uh-huh. So um, if answer? Mitch was hurt for the rest of the year, yes, definitely. Would be great. You'd and I would right just, in with the colors, too. would be so sad. God damn it. Uh, all right. So this game. Kyler this- Murray didn't look as short as he, he has in the No, past. he's looking like he's I th- throwing. I think he looks shorter on the at home than he Correct. does on the road. Something with the cameras. Yeah, and like the bright red uniforms the, that they the wear. The red color rush. The red, yeah. yeah, the red brings them down a little yes, bit. Yes, it does. Red's a bad color just in general mm-hmm. to wear. This is an old this is an old-fashioned double circle game. The Bengals and the Cardinals. So, if you're a fan of either team, at the start of the year, 
both teams had this circled as a win for them. Yes. Like, if you're a Cardinals fan, you're like, yeah, we could steal this one on the road, no problem. Right. Those are always dangerous. Right. And and it also is one of those games that if you are a Cardinals fan who I don't I don't know who um, who is Who's Cortez. Cortez. Okay. Clue Haywood. Yeah, Clue. There you go. And Cortez. Uh, Cardinal, those two Cardinals fans, we're talking to you right now on this podcast. Um, this is the game that you watch and you say, that's Kyler Murray. That's why we picked him number one. How many? And that's all you, that's when you draft a quarterback and your team stinks around him, you just need like two or three games in the season where he shows something that you're like, that's the guy. Did you see pictures of the stadium before the game? How empty it looked yeah, in it Cincinnati? Sad. It looked like what the uh, what the sad. dilapidation porn for like old Olympic stadiums look like right now. It was Brazil. Like, there were weeds growing in between the chairs and, and people were like, I don't think there were people even trying to get in. It was Alligators just, in the pools. And at that point, I gotta, I gotta put one in the ear hole of Cincinnati because if there's nobody at the game, what are you, what are you doing in your assigned seat? On the second level. It's a good qu- At it's that good point, question. you scoot down to the front. It's a good question. It's a very good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, next up we have... Oh, here's a stat for you. Not good for Cincinnati. NFL defenses, defenses have uh, only given up 10 500-yard games so far in this season. The Bengals have given up two of them. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, not good. Not that's good. that doesn't seem like that defense is doing so well. Yeah, I don't know. I wh- who's their defense coordinator now? I don't know. Andy Dalton had twenty two yards in the first half. Oh. But you tried. You know what? You tied the game at the end, and it, you almost. It could have been a lot worse. You if tied, Cincinnati. You, you came back. You tied. You know what? This, Resiliency. You you were the unlucky ones that had to deal with the Kyler Murray game. Yeah, it also wasn't prime time. Mm-hmm. So that's that, good. Not that many people watch on TV or in the stadium. Right. This was the game that Red Zone forgot Absolutely. this week. Well, yeah, there were the t- Bills Titans, too. There were also 10 did. games. Yeah. Real quick, NFL schedule makers, 10 games is too much football to be happening Over, at one time. Overload. I have no idea what's going on. I can't keep a score straight while I'm watching it. Yes. I can't keep track of my bets or my 40 fantasy teams. I can't keep track of any of this if I'm just. It, it's like if you were a. Uh, if you had epilepsy and you were trying to watch the Red Zone. It changed too often. You would have just started to have a seizure. It was in try box the entire time. Mm-hmm. Didn't and like it. Yeah, I, I agree. Didn't like it. Also, Scott Hansen's better than Siciliano. I said it. Oh, you, are you watching Siciliano now? It's we have direct TV here. I'm sorry, Siciliano. He's not a gambler's friend. Let's just say that he doesn't get he it. He did a lot of things that were. If I hadn't been watching the, because you know we have Directv now, and so we actually can watch every single game, the full broadcast, but we also have Red Zone on with the the sound. He did a lot of things where I was like, you can't get our hopes up like that. Uh huh. Like called back interceptions and oh, just, there, there was a hail mary. Not do that. There was a hail mary in one game where I think it was Scott Hansen did this too, where he was like, and they're going for the hail mary, right? And it was batted down to the ground. I thought I'd make it interesting for you guys. And it was like Scott, you can't do that. But the thing about Scott and uh, Siciliano is, no matter what side you're on, if you grow up watching Siciliano in Red Zone, you love Siciliano. If you grow up watching Scott Hansen on Red Zone. You love Scott Hansen. They have fiercely loyal that fan That just bases. made me sad, though, because we didn't grow up on either because Red Zone came around like 10 years ago. By grow up, right, I mean, I know, if I you know. spend... It made me sad knowing that there are kids yeah. who are like, what? There's a world where there wasn't Red Zone? Also, their voices sound scarily alike. Yes. Uh, why, do not th- why don't they have a Red Zone for just like hosted by a gambler? 
who can just be like, hey, if you bet this game, you're fucked. Just point. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. all they say. Plays that only matter against the spread. Yeah. Or the be, over. Be like, hey, uh, we're going to go real quick to Carolina where Ron Rivera didn't kick a field goal to go up seven. So if you have minus three, you're probably fucked. That's now. not a bad idea. Yeah. The bet zone. Like, hey, if you have the under in this or if you have the over in this game and it's the Bills Titans, they're like. Just forget about it. Just, just count it as a loss and move on. I don't. I don't hate that idea at yeah. all. Actually, they tried I'll, to do that with fantasy football, but they should just switch it over and say like, "This is the bet zone." Because if you have an actual like degenerate gambler who hosts it, I could tell you a winner or loser it, within the first five minutes. The problem, like, hey, they just ripped off a ten yard run. They're not. They're not going to be able to stop them. This game's over. Forget it. The problem is if you have a degenerate gambler hosting it. Then you're going to know exactly what he's losing, and on, right. a, on a bad that's week, part of it, it's just going to turn into him like throwing shit yes. around the studio. That's part of it. That would be part of the charm. Like if I did this, there there would be weeks where I would just stop talking for thirty minutes in a row. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, "You figure it out yourself, assholes." <laughs> I'm having tickets. a bad Sunday. Uh, okay, before we get to our next game, quick word from a new sponsor, and I gotta say, I already love them. It's Butcher Box. So we got all this meat sent to us from Butcher Box. PFD, I've already made chili twice. I had I had a New York strip steak yesterday, and I had one today for my lunch. It's so, so good. They send quality meat. Quality matters to ButcherBox, but there's more to it than texture and taste. There are so many good pieces that come in your ButcherBox box delivered directly to your door, and it's super, super convenient. You don't have to go out to the store and wait in line on a Sunday when you're trying to make that chili. You can get it right to your door. And guess what? It's a, they have 100% grass-fed finished beef, free-range organic chicken, heritage-bred pork, or wild-caught salmon. You can get all of that to you. No one else does it like that. No one else does it like that. And ButcherBox is the best. We've got it. We used it. I've already cooked all my meat. ButcherBox, if you're listening, can you please send me some more meat because I ate it all? So every month, ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home All meat is free of antibiotics and added hormones. Each box has 9 to 11 pounds of meat, enough uh, for 24 individual meals. The fact that I just read that and I also already ate all my meat is a little scary, but I love meat. So we got it, what, a week and a half ago? Uh, I got mine about a week ago. Yeah, so I've I've had 11 pounds of ButcherBox meat in a week and a half. Yeah. Uh, So ButcherBox is a total no-brainer. It's the best meat shipped right to the door, which means one less trip to the grocers. Options like, I said, 100% grass-fed and finished beef, free-range organic chicken. You can make that chili. It's right there, all the ingredients right there. Boom, you got all the beef right there ready to go. And ButcherBox is the most affordable and convenient way to get healthy humanely raised meat with ButcherBox. You get the highest quality meat around for just $6 a meal, and they even have free shipping nationwide except Alaska and Hawaii, but you can still get it Alaska and Hawaii. Right now, ButcherBox is offering new members ground beef for life. Wait, what? Holy shit. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box for the life of their subscription plus $20 off their first box. That That's the ground beef I use in the chili, so mm-hmm. free... Ground beef for life. You should you should write a recipe. You just blog a recipe for my b- famous big chili. cat's famous. Chi- if you call it famous, yes. everybody will like it. Just go to butcherbox.com slash take or enter promo code take at checkout. That's butcherbox.com slash take or enter promo code take at chuck checkout. This is a no brainer. I cannot recommend it enough. I'm gonna make Cincinnati chili. Oh, uh, it's so good. So butcherbox.com slash take or enter promo code take at checkout, and you can get all this deal. That's two pounds of ground beef in every box for life. Of their subscription plus $20 off their first box if you use promo code TAKE. Thank you to ButcherBox. Okay. Bills Titans. The other game that Red Zone forgot this weekend. PFT. Yep. The Buffalo Bills are 4-1. and one. 
I believe I said after week two, they're going to be a playoff team. They are. The Bills look good. The defense is fucking awesome. Hold on. Let me finish. The Buffalo Bills are 4-1. and one. The Buffalo Bills, in their next five games, have the Dolphins twice and the Redskins once. Okay, so that's three losses. The Buffalo Bills are going to be, at worst, 7-3 and three going in to week 11. I love it. I love it. I the, fucking love it. The NFL is better when Buffalo is a very good football team. And I'm a little bit concerned for the people of Buffalo because they're getting really amped up. They had like a going away party for the team at the airport today. Yeah. They are all in. All they in. are pot committed oh, on this I season. It. And I, I like it. I like that Josh Allen is a big part of it. Josh Allen, by the way. I like that Frank Gore is somehow still alive. We finally have our uh, Vince Young quarterback in, in a good way. The chill out in the first half, go the fuck off in the second half, mm-hmm. quarterback of the NFL, and that's Josh Allen. Because if Josh Allen needs to score you points late in the game, Josh Allen's going to get you those points. By hook or by crook, he's going to do it. And I fucking love watching him play, and the Bills are 4-1. and one. I'm so happy for the city of Buffalo. On the other side, the Titans. We got the bad Titans this week. Now, yeah, because they were favorites. If the Titans are favorites, they're going to be bad. If they're underdogs, they're going to be good. Mike Vrabel's our guy. Coach Vrabel is a great coach. One piece of advice. When you stand out in the rain with a mustache, a mustache looks really bad when wet. It's mm. sadder. It's like this. I, I'm, I'm a mustached, a mustachioed man. I know that when I get when I get poured on by the rain, I look a million times sadder, like gross. Scarier, more like scarier. But everyone looks at you like, "Are you okay, man? Like you got a wet mustache." Looks like your mouth's crying. Yeah, I've I've seen that look on you. It's not good. It's not. On the other hand, it it was kind of like that movie. uh, What's the one with John Cusack standing out holding the the boombox over his head? Say, say anything. Stand by me. Stay, stay by me. Shawshank. Two high fidelity. Okay, John Cusack, high fidelity. High yeah, fidelity. we're gonna go with hot high fidelity. On this. He was in the rain. He, he was, high fidelity. He was yeah. He was out there in the rain. Also because, rain. Because in Tennessee, you can't have any speakers on the field when it's not raining because right. they'll blow up and catch fire. Yeah. Marcus Mariota looked okay at times today, but he's just he is the most boring quarterback in the NFL. The most boring starting quarterback in the NFL. Well, his offensive line didn't do him any favors. And let's do our... uh, We do this every single week. You guys know this segment that we do. It's called Read a Random Quote. We do it all the time. Mm -hmm. We've been doing it since the inception of this show. For four years, we've been doing Read a Random Quote. So I'm going to read a random quote. Go for it. This one's from uh, Jordan Phillips, who had three sacks. Uh, I was really happy Luan came back today. I'm glad he could be part of that today. Shaq Lawson said another random quote. Talking about Taylor Luan. We knew what his weakness was. He gives up inside moves, and this was an inside game. He's a fake tough guy. He was quiet today. Mm. And that was read a random quote. Well, we should probably also give some, like, we, we should give a couple seconds to talking about their kicking game. Yeah, because they did, Santos. They did miss a shitload of field goals. And then Vrabel, just in the ultimate football guy move, was like, okay, you've missed three already. I'm going to send you out there to kick a 53-yarder. Yeah. And then he missed it by about a school bus to the left. Honestly, the way the Titans are built, where it's defense and you don't know which Marcus Mariota you're going to get, I would trade a first-round pick for Justin Tucker. Okay. Just be like, we're going to win games with field goals. Would you, if, field goals now, are more valuable to a team like the Titans than every other team in the NFL. Sabermetrically, they're worth four. Right. For them. Yeah, no, I agree. But if you're the Ravens, would you give up Justin Tucker for a first-rounder? Yes. For a first-rounder? You would? Yeah. First-rounder? 
Kicking, finding a kicker is hard. Yeah, we'll it get is. to that, Hank. But it, yeah, first rounder, difficult. I think I would. I think I would. Um, yeah. So that was read a random quote. Okay, that's interesting. So they were all about Taylor Luan. That was totally random. He came okay. back. Glad to have him back. Got it. Uh, yeah, so that was this was the other game that the Red Zone forgot. We just never saw it. Never saw a second. There but for a reason. Three scores. Actually, they did show... They showed Cairo Santos missing his last field goal. Right. They, and they only cut to that because they're like, holy shit, he's missed three, and yeah. they're having him try this one. Golden okay. Sombrero watch. Uh, okay. Would, you, would your same logic apply for Josh Allen, though, with the running around? Like, he's he's he would scare the shit out of me if I was a Buffalo fan. Oh, yes, absolutely. When he gets out in the – like, it's the same he thing got as Lamar smoked, Jackson. He got smoked just as bad as he did in the Patriots game. The, same shit, not looking. And cor- yeah. Absolutely crushed. Running quarterbacks are very – like it's not science it's hard for them to stay healthy because they're just going to get smoked and they're getting hit by guys that are faster and stronger and it's yeah i would absolutely be scared if i were a bills fan watching josh allen throw up but i would be excited but i'd also be scared if he gets hurt they're just going to bring him they're going to bring back tyree jackson because he's the exact same size as josh allen mm. and they're going to run the exact same plays that they run for josh or and hope that or, all works well. or t-mobile that's actually a big Where's part Tyra of Taylor? a big part of being a backup quarterback in the nfl is just having the exact same body dimensions as your starter so mm. that people kind of th- you look like a starter you look like the guy i've been watching for the last five weeks right that also is the uh, perfect explanation when anyone wants to say Kaepernick doesn't know anyone's offense. Yes. yes like, well, is. he doesn't know their offense. That's true. So, this, I mean, it makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Bears Raiders. Can we imagine if Buffalo got a home playoff game? We'll be there. Yes, absolutely. That's a guarantee. We'll be there. Saturday night? What if they gave them Saturday night? Wild cards. They, I don't I think. Oh, they, wait, no, they can't because they're going to. I think the wait, NFL would be negligent. We're idiots anyway. They're not going to win the. AFC East. So how would they get a home playoff game? They could if they won the AFC East. Okay, so they're going to win the AFC East. They might. Yeah. And if the Patriots get a bye, could they potentially get one in that first they weekend? Would be no, wild, because they'd uh, be a wild true. card, and they'd have to play. All right, yeah. It was fun while well, last yeah. no, we, we had oh, a couple no, okay, good right. seconds there. Well, no. If they – okay. They, they're they the fifth seed, uh-huh. and they go to the AFC Championship game, and the sixth seed also goes. Okay. There it is. There we go. Okay, done. Problem so, solved. <laughs> Texans, Bills. In AFC Buffalo. AFC Championship game. Yes. Uh, all right. Bears, Raiders. Yes. So let's talk about Bears, Raiders. Um, I, I just know, wrote I, down I'm sad. I know you're upset about this, Big Cat. I'm very but upset. going to London and expecting to win with Chase Daniel, you shouldn't be that disappointed. Good right? point. You had it doesn't ba- count when you have to go to London with a backup quarterback. Exactly. Like, you can, you can have... Chase Daniel win you a couple games, but you can't expect him to go to a different country and win a game. Did you Let's s- focus on just being at home. I uh, there was the post game poll on uh, I think it was Comcast Sportsnet in Chicago, and it was like you need Mitch back. Keep going with Chase Daniel. Then there was an option Tyler Bray time, and had sixty five percent of the votes. That shit Bray. So the parody of the Chicago Bears season continues, where we're just going to keep going down the line of quarterbacks. Being uh-huh. like, but that guy, Eng- the new backup, England is not meant for guys named Chase. We we were a little hard on guys <sighs> named Chase earlier. There are things that you can do if you're a Chase. One of them is definitely not going to England and winning a football game. That's like it's like Jared Goff in Minnesota. This right. Was- like a, a chase cannot succeed if you need a passport for him to succeed. This was the roller coaster of all roller coasters because at halftime I said to myself, I gave myself the entire speech of why are you so dumb? Why did you think this bears team could do anything without an offense? You're so stupid to get your hopes up. Like you're you just stops caring about sports. Then they came all the way back and I was like, 
we were never going to lose to the Raiders. All in. And then the, you can't give up a uh, punt, a fake punt, and still win a game. And once you stop them once mentally, and then Derek Carr goes down the mm-hmm. field, and listen, the Bears have a bye, so I reserve the right to take back everything I'm about to say in two weeks when the Bears get ready for the next game. Mm-hmm. But the Bears are fucked. I don't think like the future. I don't think they're fucked for the future. We've gone all in and we have no offense and the schedule is going to be insanely hard coming up and they are not a well-balanced team and you can't expect the defense to be incredible every single week and the Bears are officially fucked and this was a Mitch Trubisky draft is now the Sam Sam Bowie draft. No, you don't want to say that. You're going to regret it saying feels that like at some Watching point. Patrick you're, Mahomes you're and Sean Watson. That. People are fucking photoshopping Patrick Mahomes in a Bears jersey and sending it to Which me. would you rather have? A quarterback with a sprained ankle, which is worse than a break, a lot of people say. True. Or a quarterback with a non-throwing shoulder injury. Hey, here's huh. a spin zone. Interesting. Here's a spin I would, zone. I would take the guy that's still got a good wing. Mitch. Mitch's job is safe because Chase Daniel's not the guy. And we did this uh-huh. exact same thing Bray, last year. But Bray. But we did this exact same thing last year uh-huh. where Chase Daniel won a game in Detroit and then went to New York and lost. Well, and we're like, wait, okay. he's not the guy. In addition to this being a London asterisk, it's also a John Gruden revenge game against himself asterisk. Let me for trading away Khalil Mack. Let right? me so be he nice. Had something yes. to, he had he had something to prove in that. And it, the pick that he got back had three touchdowns. Oh, okay. that's yeah, that's Thanks, a good point. Hank. Also, big cat, the Raiders beat the Falcons and the Falcons beat the Eagles and the Eagles beat the Packers. So, ipso facto, you guys are better than the Packers. I'm going to say some nice things about the Raiders because they deserve it. It is impressive what John Gruden is doing. That's two wins last week against the Colts, this week against the Bears that I didn't see coming. And he had every right to mock club dub in the postgame. I think this is like when you get your turnover chain snatched. I think club dub is dead. Because John Gruden said, you got to have a disco ball? You have to do something new. If you get mocked, if you lose and get mocked of your fun thing... I think you have to move on to the next thing. I think John Gruden just lives his entire life in a club dub. He's just always pumped about everything. So after any time a football game's over, he's going to be dancing celebrating. He probably took the Hooters airplane all the way over to London. He's probably having a blast flying back right now on it. It didn't help that we went straight from the Bears game right into the Packers just dominating the Cowboys. But anyway, that was it was a bad Sunday. And yes, Where's the panic button? Uh, I'm panicking. Like I said, I reserve the right to change my opinion on all of this in two weeks when I know that I'll get myself excited and say the Bears are back and fire off a bunch of tweets how awesome they are. But as we sit right now, I'm in full panic mode. I'm in full, do we have to start rebuilding again? I don't think you have to rebuild anything. It's, I think, it's a disaster. I think, I think you need to take a chill pill. Okay. I think well, when you is, lose I'm the Raiders. Your, I'm going to write your prescription for a chill pill right now, Big Cat. You can't lose the You're games. flying off the handle, and it's way too early to get suicidal, Big Cat. I, need, right. I need your expectations. So, from a selfish standpoint, I need you to be thinking NFC Championship game for as long as possible throughout the season. You Tyler Bray. Let's go. Let's go. I'm, Let's I'm, go. I'm all in on Tyler Bray. He wasn't that bad in college. Bray Bray. Bray Bray. Let's go. Let's go, Tyler. You got this, bro. Uh, okay, next up, we have Vikings-Giants. Yes. Holy shit. Kirk Cousins this, just did it again. This was, you motherfucker. I think we penciled this in as a Kirk Cousins game where <laughs> he was going to get right. He was going to get right. The it's perfect. a perfect Kirk Cousins game, the Apology Bowl. He, he, was, he said he was sorry to Adam Thielen. We all knew that you were sorry quarterback, Kirk Cousins. Now Adam Thielen knows, and everyone knew that he was going to throw multiple touchdowns to him. To like make sure that he's happy, give him a little pat on the head. He played the perfect game. Yeah, the perfect Kirk Cousins game. You are 
Kirk Cousins, you're good. You're mm-hmm. really good. And I don't mean good as a quarterback. I mean you're good in the fact you that whenever, you, whenever everyone says you stink, you throw in a good performance against a bad opponent, and everyone says, ooh, Kirk Cousins, this, not bad. This was also a game for Mike Zimmer that he was going to go into just like ready to fucking blast off because he hates anyone that's getting a lot of media attention, especially yep. if you're a quarterback. And Daniel Jones has been getting crowned. And Mike Zimmer, first of all, he hates his own quarterbacks. Okay, yes. He would prefer the game were played without quarterbacks because they take the good parking spots. They don't chew red, red man. Triple option. They, yeah, he would like to go back to like the, the West Point offense of 1941. Uh-huh. Uh, but going against Daniel Jones, who's been getting like a lot of rookie accolades, he came into this game just being like, you know what, this kid might look like my ideal son-in-law, but this kid should not be getting all this press. I'm going to beat the shit out of him. I have a bone to pick with Daniel Jones. Now, I'm not going to put this game on him because that was just a... You knew that he was going to have a rookie game eventually. Uh-huh. And he has no one around him. Saquon Barkley didn't play his... Uh, what, what's the other guy's name? He Gallman? Had, yeah, he, he got, got hurt. hurt. He he had no one. Like, he was... The Vikings defense is still very good. And they had a good game plan. Daniel Jones, if he's going to be the heir apparent to Eli Manning, he's got to work on his dumb face. Mm-hmm. He he kept his mouth closed. That's sad. Open that mouth, dude. I don't know what. Like I was trying to get a screen grab of him off the the TV. He just wouldn't open his mouth. Mm-hmm. So he sat there like a normal person with his mouth closed, disappointed in himself. Dude, we need these pictures. This is what fans need. We need mm-hmm. you to to walk around with your mouth wide open, looking dumb. If you want to be the New York Giants quarterback, also you need to stand directly next to Eli Manning more. Yes. Because we need more of those sideline screen grabs where people are like, hey, are they related? Because it, it's just so funny to see, like, okay, this is just young Eli standing next to old Eli. And you're right. People always say, like, I wish closed minds came with closed mouths. Well, you got your wish in Daniel Jones. Yes. And uh, I agree. I'd like to see him look dumber. He looks dumber in his pregame walk-up, which has become one of the sweetest traditions in sports, mm-hmm. is to film Daniel Jones walking in to the Meadowlands wearing whatever Cole's, like, two-for-20 shirt that he got off the rack earlier that day. I I love those shots. I need more of them, but he needs to work on his sideline dumbness. Yes, it's it's not up to par yet, but yeah, we. I mean, I'm not going to hold. I, I really won't hold this game against him because it's just it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And he and guess what? The the Giants. We have a lot of Giants fans in this office, and they obviously get very hyped up and sold themselves on. Hey, maybe the Giants will make some noise. They have a, ultimately a very flawed roster, Ooh. and they were not. They're not. They're not good, over, like overall, like talent wise. Have we played the name Giants game yet to see how many wins they're going to get? Yeah, we could do it. Go, Golden Tate, Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, uh, Sterling Shepard, uh, Eli Apple got traded. Okay, so that's four. Landon Collins got let go. Yeah, let Evan him Ingram. Walk. Evan Ingram. Yep, Gallman. Good one. I said Gallman. Okay, yeah. uh, um, Penny. Yeah, Penny. Um, I think I think we've settled on about five to six wins for the Giants. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, okay, the other New York team, Jets-Eagles. Well, to be fair, Adam Falk, Gase. Did, Falk didn't get any of the reps this week with the ones because he Dude. thought he thought Darnold would be back. How? So, Adam Gase. Adam Gase is going to get fired. Got some spleening to do on that one. He's got some spleening to do. Yeah, that Big was – I, I, On what planet do you just give Sam Darnold all the reps in practice and then give him the spleen test on the weekend afterwards? Right. Or or how do, how about just lie and say that you gave Luke Falk all the, 
you know, like, you know, I think the media gets to sit in there for 20 minutes mm-hmm. before they start going. Just have Luke Falk do all the first team reps for those 20 right. minutes just so that you don't look as dumb as you look when you had your third string quarterback go into a game in Philadelphia with zero first team reps this week. Yeah, or just make out with Sam Darnold at the start of the week. See if you're symptomatic by the weekend. And if you're not, then boom, he gets the ball. Here's something nice about the Jets. They scored their first offensive touchdown since week one. That's really nice about them. That's I, I had to read that twice when I saw that. That's really nice. I, you know what's been tough this year is is watching Mike Greenberg just like slowly fold into himself. Yeah. Just acknowledging the fact that his team. This is really the first time in a long time that I think Greeny has has accepted his fate to the point where he's saying, "Should we just trade Le'Veon Bell?" Yeah. They should. Should we, should we just get rid of and him? And they're going to fire Adam Gase. I, I honestly think they will fire him. I don't think so. After one year, yes. It, 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 I mean, the Cardinals did it last year. Like the Him or Gruden, it who happens. lasts longer? Oh, Gruden's, oh, Gruden's gone. He Jay might be, Gruden, Jay Gruden might be gone by the time you're listening to this right now. Oh, my God. Is Jay Gruden going to go be like a quality control coach for the Raiders? Uh, That's no, going to be awesome. I don't, I don't think him and John like each other. I mean... I don't Come think, on, I don't think they get along. Water, dude. I think that Jay is the Blake of the Gruden family, where he's a little bit more chill. He's got you know the man boobs popping out a little bit, likes to smoke the dope, as we've seen. Uh huh. I don't think that John approves of Jay's freewheeling lifestyle. All right, so we got. If gotta... you're gonna hit on chicks, it should be within the confines of a restaurant. We'll do that. We'll do that uh, game in a second. I just had one more point about the Eagles Jets game. So the Eagles look great. You can't judge anything off of the Jets, but they're starting to round into form. This also was. Uh, the annual Mike Trout goes to an Eagles game in early October. Yep. And that's yep. not a shot at Mike no, Trout. No, it's not. But he always goes but to an Eagles game in early October. When he <laughs> could be playing baseball, could. theoretically. There is baseball being played, but Mike Trout's at the Eagles. He game. looks – Mike Trout – Again, is, not a shot at Mike Trout. He's the MVP. He's the best player in baseball. But I, he's always at the Eagles, like, week six. I got to say, I, I like how they labeled him at the bottom of the screen because Mike Trout, I don't know if he's getting heavier – or if he's just entering the phase of his life where he looks like a bouncer at a Mumford and Son concert, <laughs> but he looked like he looked like a bully. Yeah, he's like a grade school he bully. He's he he went, he's O'Doyle. He went he morphed back into Philly Mike Trout. He's yeah, Orange County Mike Trout, Philly Mike Trout. I, he should listen, get he should get the Philly fanatics nose tattooed around his little butt chin dimple yeah, that he has. I, I'm not gonna tell Mike Trout what he should and shouldn't do, but if I were Mike Trout, I'd go on a vacation. For a couple weeks before I went to the Eagles game. I'd make sure I didn't go to yeah. the very first Eagles game on the schedule, home Eagles game on the schedule mm-hmm. as soon as the season ended. Oh, he probably bought those tickets back in May. He's like, yeah, He's like, we'll I got nothing. Oh, I got nothing Jets? That we'll win that one. Yeah. I got to get to that one. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably wait till November to start going to Eagles games. That's yep. just me. Uh, all right, so Redskins, Patriots. Yes. The Redskins had the first lead against the Patriots. Of any team this year. Yeah. How about that? How about that? And, and I was thinking for a second that Blueprint was out to beating the Patriots. Just have a 65-yard run where the Patriots miss like four tackles? I thought I thought actually <laughs> Bill Belichick was putting out a fake Blueprint because that's something that Bill would do mm. is like give like give up a, a very bad first quarter, maybe even first half to an inferior team so that other teams later think that they know how to beat you. Right. But he's just laying that out as rat poison. It's like, right. boy, boy, I sure hope other teams don't try starting their third string quarterback against us and having their head coach caught smoking weed the night before the game. Oh, so be all right, let's talk about those videos. Those videos have been around forever. What videos? We've seen them. Jay Gruden uh, having a good time in Saratoga, New York mm-hmm. in the summer of 2017. Those when did they come out, though? Weirdly, so we saw them two years ago. Yeah. They weirdly came out 
right after Jay Gruden announced that Colt McCoy was going to start and not uh, Bruce Allen and Dan Snyder's boy, Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, and the week after he stuck it to Bruce Allen by right. putting Dwayne Haskins in the game huh. to show him that he wasn't good. Huh. I'll say this about Dan Snyder. He is excellent at undermining coaches. Huh. This is this is his bread and butter. He can suck at everything else that he does, but he is awesome at like taking a guy who's calling plays or calling uh, bingo numbers in a fucking old folks community, bringing them that in happened. to undermine the head coach. People forget about that one. He's great at undermining his head coach by uh, by taking offensive strategy notes from your starting quarterback's dad. He'll do that. That happened. Uh, I mean, the list could really go on, but this is this is a classic play out of the Snyder and Bruce Allen playbook. And uh, credit to us for not leaking these videos two years ago. Yes, credit to us to the point where I, I think they even knew. I mean, Jay Gruden knew that they existed, and he probably knew eventually they're going to just try to put these out. And you know what? As I don't see how they're bad other than maybe the fact that Jay Gruden's married, whatever, but... Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's just a party boy. He wasn't kissing anybody. It was a party boy. He's a party boy. Saratoga. You ever been to Saratoga in the summer? It's a party atmosphere. The best. I have fun. The best was the one where he was smoking something, and then he saw somebody videotape. He was like, come on. And the guy was like, Jay, Jay, yeah. Jay, just to really make sure that everyone knew that it was Jay Gruden. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so I actually won't hold these videos against him whatsoever, just like the Daniel Jones performance. We're not, it's the not holding anything against anyone podcast. I'm not judging. In fact, I think that Jay Gruden is about to be in for the next, like, the best month of his life. He's, gonna, he's, he's gonna going to be gone by the time the, the, the same podcast the best, the best part, <laughs> the Redskins are like a boat. Have you ever heard that old saying where, it's like the best day of your life is when you get the keys to the Redskins. Yes. And the second best day of your life is the day you give them back. Yes. And you get the hell out of there and you get to move on. You get to go. Yeah. Maybe you'll go be a quality control guy in Vegas. It's it's so ridiculous, though, that they basically Bruce Allen and, and Dan Snyder released these videos just trying to get Jay Gruden fired and not having to pay him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think you can not pay a coach because he had a little fun in uh, the summer when he wasn't on the clock because he's smoking weed. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I'm not ecstatic about firing Jay Gruden. He's going to get fired. He's going to get fired. He's going to be fired. But by then, the time but, but then I, I start to think, what are the options for replacing him? Yeah. What are the options if we're going down the list? Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins as head coach slash backup quarterback. Joe Gibbs, bring him back one more time. I don't think that's going to happen. Third time. I don't think that. I think Joe Gibbs made the right call in getting the hell Steve out of there. Spurrier. Steve Spurrier. Steve Spurrier. Tell you doesn't what, have a job. Steve. You can coach from home. Yes. It'll be like a, a remote. Do you have a dial-up connection? Good enough for us. Okay. Okay, I have two questions Just for Skype you. Just Skype in at halftime. PFT, I have two questions for you. Seeky uh, questions. Mm-hmm. Promo code TAKE. Put in code TAKE. You get $10 off. Seekeek. Thank you to Seekeek. Uh One, when are the Redskins going to actually do a reasonable thing as an NFL franchise and trade Trent Williams and Ryan Kerrigan? Oh, yeah, Trent Williams, so he hasn't played on the team at all this year. Right. He says he won't play. And They've been offered multiple. For, yeah. this, is, this is just a game of chicken is okay. what it is. It's just who's going to blink first, and Dan Snyder is so coked up that he never blinks. Does he realize they have zero wins? Does he realize that you should be tanking, actively tanking now, and trading all assets But what for you don't picks? understand, Big Cat, is that Dan Snyder's best friends are the players that he's drafted. Right. They're his best homies. He hangs out with them a ton. They're and just they all cool, just, and they all love him and yeah, respect him. him. So he couldn't stand to do that to Trent Williams and get rid of him. Okay, two. I like Ryan Kerrigan, by the way. I think Ryan. No, I know, but he should be set free. Yes, he should. This right. Is, and this is what being a Redskins fan is. This is what I live for: is having the players that I like on the team that I root for go somewhere else and be successful. Right. That's my personal Super Bowl. They should set him free. Let him play for a contender. Two. 
You guys are playing the Dolphins. Was it next week? Two weeks? Next, next week. Next week. The Toilet Bowl. If the Redskins lose to the Dolphins, uh-huh. do you draft Tua? Well, it's a, it's a game. Yes, you, I think you have to. But but, do, but, but they won't. But they won't. They because Dwayne they Haskins. Like Dwayne. And, I, and I like Dwayne Haskins. The, he's one do of those you? Guys. Yeah, I mean, he's not ready, very obviously. I would like Tua a lot more. Listen, uh, what's going to happen is uh, Bruce it's, Allen and and Dan Snyder will not draft Tua. They'll trade down and giving the Redskins more first round draft picks to screw up without somebody that knows what they're doing around is actually the worst thing they could do. I, the Josh Rosen, Kyler Murray is the blueprint for it. You draft Tua. If you are the number one pick and you're the Redskins, you draft Tua. You have to, and they won't, mm-hmm. but you have to, uh, Hank, because your team is part of this, the Patriots, scale of 0, 1 to 10, how concerned are you about your kicker? Very concerned. It's bad. It's also very, like, running on the wall. The Patriots are firing on all cylinders except for one aspect of the game that's, like, basically impossible to control for Belichick. But Goskowski's not on the team anymore. The Super Bowl's in Miami. Goskowski can't kick in Miami. Mike Nugent is somehow worse. Now you got the Nuge. Cat scratch fever. I have no confidence with my Trey Wingo just made the, that joke. Just, Did he really? Yes. <laughs> just the name. Just the he sounds. Good thing I he said sounds it like a fifty-year-old. <laughs> Mike Nugent sounds like he's been in the league for twenty-five years. Yeah, he uh, has pretty much. What he's he, been around. Bengals. He was. The Jets? A, he was one of those guys that I think he went to the Bengals just because he played at Ohio State. Yeah, and they're like, oh, he's a local guy. Whew. He'll fit in. He doesn't have to look for an apartment. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine for the regular season, but once you get into the playoffs, every yeah. point matters, and that's where it's like, uh, okay, fuck. Hey, Hank. We've got someone, a few weeks to figure it out, but. As someone who's kind of just lived that, the kick, kicking problems don't go away. They mm-hmm. somehow get worse. Also, having a bad kicker. Why is getting a kicker is, so hard? I don't know. It's crazy. It's it's crazy. They're really great scape, scapegoats, though. So it's almost it's worth true. it having a shitty kicker. No, if it's you, still not if worth you're, it. If you're a team that's kids, on the bubble. You would think having kids on scholarship in college that, like, for four years, they're just kicking all day long. Gold poster wire. This is why ju- – I actually – you know what? Justin Tucker's worth two first-rounders now. <laughs> now that we've had this conversation. <laughs> Justin Tucker for Jalen Ramsey straight up. He never misses. Who he says never no? misses. Uh, okay, next up we have – He did miss that extra point against the Saints. Remember that last oh, year? Oh, yeah, yeah. He did. Really screwed was, us over Once they moved the extra, extra point back. Like kickers, it got in all their heads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. absolutely. Uh, It's like not being able to see a couple balls go through the hoop. Like they didn't get a couple free throws to be like, okay, I I can still shoot. Mm -hmm. And now they just miss everything. Did you see Dan Snyder evacuating the stadium right after the game? No. So right, right after the game's over, I'm talking within minutes. He hopped into a convoy of black SUVs and sped through the the concourse at FedEx Field. He's got like his own highway yeah. that he built for himself to get out of there after the games. Usually he sticks around for a little bit, probably gets drunk and thinks about what he's going to screw up next. Mm-hmm. This time he immediately hopped in his car and they sped out. They he had sped to go out. to the Nats game. It, it, looked, it looked like a scene. That's right. That's probably where all the uh, DC fans were today, by the yeah. way. Not at the game. Right. They were waiting for Natitude. But it looked like a scene out of House of Cards where you're just seeing this big government. Yeah. We well, can't say House of Cards anymore. I mean, I'd rather have Kevin Spacey as the owner of my team than Dan Snyder. <laughs> uh, okay, next up we have Jaguars, Panthers. Do you think that the Jaguars should trade Nick Foles? 
Yeah. Is this you fishing to see if it's possible to get him on the Bears? No, is this I'm not. This is going? I think Gardner Minshew. Like me. Yes, no, yes, I think, no, 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 no. I think you have Mitch to. Mitch is our quarterback. Because here's, Rex is our quarterback. This is such a classic dilemma for any team that has Nick Foles on it because he's never going to look like he's better. Ever. Right. It doesn't matter who he's competing against. Gardner Minshew just looks like he's better. Well, if they're naked. That's that's very, very true. Yeah. But Gard- Gardner Minshew. And fully clothed, or at least in a jock strap and armbands, Gardner Minshew looks like a winner. Nick Foles looks like a loser. I just seen enough that yeah, he had a few costly fumbles today, but even at the end of the game I was like he's going to do this. And they somehow kept on getting penalties and getting closer and closer. Mm-hmm. But Gardner Minshew and we're just talking cost now, you control him for what the next 4 years, 6 round picks, so I don't think you can do the whole like fifth year bump and everything, mm-hmm. but still you could then build around the next 3 years Gardner Minshew on the cheap. Mm-hmm. And be like, we can do this. I think that a guy like Jalen Ramsey would be more likely to stick around too with Gardner Mitchell. Because if you have a Does guy like, play? did he play? No, he yeah. he was in Houston today. Oh my, god. hanging out with Deshaun Watson after the game. Oh my god, so that made sense. Yeah, uh, I guess he's still on paternity leave, which is fine. Which is fine. Right. I think that as a father, be careful as a father in America, you should be allowed to. Take all the time. You that know you need. a dad. I know some of my best friends are dads. Yeah, I'm right here. Yeah, you can do as long as you want. Uh huh. You did what? How long was your like six, six hours? hours. Yeah. yeah, six hours <laughs> with the paternity leave, and you got right back behind the microphone. I'm not saying he's a better dad than you. No, I has just, he even had the kid? I just want to say that. I don't know if he's had the kid. I who knows? I don't think he has. I think he went pre paternity leave. He's just like you know what? She's really pregnant, and he's not even she's with ha- her. She's having she a hard live time. In Houston. She's having a hard time getting around the house. <laughs> But he's in, he's in the same time zone, Azur. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's, that's really huge important. for text messaging. Also, a little knock on, on Minshew here. He had, what, three fumbles today or four fumbles? Three. Little case of fumbleitis. Yes. I looked up his hand measurements. Uh-oh. Ten and quarter, so they're good. Oh. They're, they were the second biggest in his entire draft class. Whew. So that's good. I think maybe it's because he hit his hand with a hammer. Yeah. That probably made them swell up and get bigger, actually. Yeah, and uh, Kyle Allen's doing just good enough to, to mm-hmm. keep – the Panthers afloat, and Christian McCaffrey is incredible. Four games with 175 yards plus from scrimmage. He's incredible. He really is. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I we said this last week, but Ron Rivera has his perfect team in the fact that he can just play some defense and just give Christian McCaffrey 40 touches a game and take years off his life so that they can maybe go 9-7 and seven yep. and miss the wild card. Yeah, here, here you go, Christian. You're going to touch the ball 40 <laughs> times, and Luke, you're going to get 40 tackles. And yeah. that's how we're going to play and football. We're not gonna, and we're not going to go to the playoffs. But they're but they're winning. They are. And Cam Newton's at home. Now, is it start? Do we have to ask? Yeah. Cam Newton comes uh, back. Uh, what do we do there? Uh-oh. He's probably enjoying this, though. He's probably, Cam Newton seems like a guy that would root on his team from home. He's wearing his – he unbuttons his corset a little He's bit. He's sending hieroglyphic text Wipes his brow with his fedora. To Kyle his, Allen. I hope that he gets dressed up for games what, that he's yeah, not playing Yeah, what has he been doing? With his, has he not, has he been getting dressed up? I I assume that he has. If he hasn't, it would be actually funny if he comes back and he's like, "Hey guys, haven't seen you in a while." Like to the reporters, mm-hmm. and does a costume change like four times, like quick change. The halftime guy, he does a quick change up and down, during up and down. the post game, being like, "Hey, I have to get a few fits off here." I'm looking at pictures of Cam Newton recently. It looks like he actually hasn't been on Instagram, Shit. so he is off the radar. Right? I assume you can't just turn that off. If you're if you're a guy that wears like a uh, a burka, you have to, you on game day you have to do that when you're not playing too. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, next up we have Falcons Texans. My pinky is so fucking safe. 
Do I need to do another pinky team? I no. don't want to tempt it. No, I think okay. I, I think I'm this good. is this is part of the deal. These to two be teams, continued next year. This was a Matt Schaub revenge game. Yes. It was a pinky was revenge game. Yep. And it was a Matt Schaub revenge game. And it's funny that you chose the Falcons as this year's pinky team because they are like the generic prescription version of the Texans. Right. In every way, shape, and form. Yes. Except they have, the Texans now have an MVP candidate quarterback, whereas the Falcons used to. When did he get drafted? Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Three years ago? Okay. Uh, ready for this Arthur Blank quote? Yeah. Why? Who else got drafted three years ago? <laughs> Arthur Blank. He's oh, Pat Mahomes. That's right. Arthur Blank, he's disappointed, but supports Dan Quinn. You're dead. You know what? You're I, dead, you know dude. What I just fucking realized right now. Why can't you be a winner, Dan? Because Dank Win yeah. is like a really cool. Fr- that's you can put that on t-shirts. He's dead. You as soon as the owner says, "But I support my coach," it's over, dude. Yeah, it's over. Especially if you have Arthur Blank just like hovering behind <laughs> you like a ghost all you the time. You can't have a "But I support my coach." That means. That's as as clear as it as day. You do not support your coach, mm-hmm. and you know what? Dan Quinn probably deserves to get fired because he's a defensive guy, and we found the recipe to keep Deshaun Watson safe. Just have him play the Atlanta Falcons every week. It's not a bad idea. The the Houston Texans have an awful offensive line. Deshaun Watson gets killed. They did not sack him once. He threw five touchdowns. He went absolutely off. You should be ashamed of yourself, Dan Quinn. You need to go back to Pete Carroll. Back to Pete Carroll's little, like, you know, maybe have it be a, a kangaroo. He goes back into Pete Carroll's pouch. He learns his defense again, and then he comes back out a new man in three years. Yeah, you know what? We haven't had a good Pete Carroll defensive coordinator hire as a head coach in a while. Yes. We, we're missing that element. It's all the, – the pendulum has swung to the young, short, hot offensive coordinator. Let's bring it back to the old, bald, goateed defensive coordinator that looks kind of like he's – Seven points higher in IQ than a strength coach. He looks like he would be. He would play Mister Clean in a porno. Mm, yeah, so, like, Mister Cream. Just enough. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Just enough. Hey, your hey, your floors look a little dirty. Uh, sorry, babe, I made a big mess. <laughs> uh, did you know Deshaun Watson was a ball boy for the Falcons? I did not know that. That's okay, fascinating. Fact. Um, I'm issuing an alert to the Texans. Uh oh. Hank, hit the alert noise. Hit the alert noise, please. Thank you. That sounds like the new segment alert. Uh, but, yeah, that's what this is. <laughs> alert is a new segment. Uh, and it's a can this team win in the cold alert to the Texans. Nope. And here's the only reason I bring it up is that any team that scores 50 points in early October. 50 burger? I just have to say, can they win in the cold? Because, no. the, hey, the offense looks great right now. What about when it gets cold outside? No, they're like the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Soft. Yep. Soft they don't, they frauds. Don't, Soft. They, they don't run the ball in a traditional sense. <laughs> yeah. They've got Deshaun Watson who can run for 70, 80, 90 yards. Right. But they don't, they don't run it. They don't go they don't they don't run behind you. the guards. Are they afraid to go inside? Nope. Are yeah, they afraid they are. to maul you? They don't look like a rogue grader. They don't look like much coming off the bus on their offensive line. Um, the other thing that I had a note of is there's no, there's no player who is as aware of of what's happening in local sports as J.J. Watt is no. about what's happening in Houston sports. So whether it's uh, like Garrett Cole pitched, yes. twirled a gym the Which other we're day. We're going to talk baseball soon. Yeah. Don't worry. And then and then he did like a fake pitch to like show to do an homage. He did an Alex Bregman like chest tap to yep. show him. Yeah. Uh, remember when the uh, synergy, the synergy they had uh, Bum Phillips when he passed away. He did the hat thing, the hat celebration. God he, damn, this guy gets it. He doesn't win in the playoffs as a little nod to Chris Paul. He gets it. 
he gets it. Yeah, he, he absolutely gets it. He yeah. understands the importance of, of acknowledging other good athletes. In yeah, town. he understands. To the point where he's dating one. Like, yeah, hey, you guys you guys watch sports, right? You're watching me right now. You probably watch other sports. Let me do all these other sports things. And you know what? He nailed it. He absolutely nailed it. <sighs> also, guy. I love Deshaun Watson absolutely dunking on reporters postgame. This is a new thing, that right? Didn't, that, he didn't actually dunk on anybody, but he just explained in great detail the defense. We need to in have... A, to, in, a, in a more understandable way than Dan Quinn probably could. We, when's the Rams bye week? We need to have Sean McVay go and ask Deshaun Watson a question after a game. Be like, actually, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. And just have a dunk off. That would be nice. Dunk on each other. Uh, okay, before we get to our next one, we have two games left, and then we're going to get to some who's back. But football fans, are you an Amazon Prime member? Did you know that you have Thursday Night Football? That's right. Thursday Night Football has returned to Prime Video for a third season. The cool thing is you can catch all the action on your TV, on the web, or on your mobile anywhere in the world. And the experience is next level. With Prime Video's X-Ray feature, you can access next-gen stats, play history, and team information. And now it's available on iOS, Android, Fire Tablets, and Fire TV. And if you're ready to hear a new take on the game, you can switch over to sport broadcast legends Hannah Storm and Andrea Kramer for the play-by-play. So if you don't have cable or simply want to experience the future of football, tune in this Thursday. Coverage begins at 7 p.m. Eastern and kickoff is at 8.20 p.m. Eastern. Also available on Fox and NFL Network. NFL Network simulcast subject to change. Thursday Night Football is presented by Bud Light Platinum. Broncos Chargers. The other game that Red Zone somehow forgot about despite the fact it was one of two games being played in the late slot. Yes. Vic Fangio. Claps for Vic. Vic Fangio won and... Brian Flores, you're on the clock. You're in trouble, dude. Good job, Vic. Uh, Vic won a game. And congrats. The defense was good. And the Chargers are done. I'm done with the Chargers. They're my done chain of the week. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I wanted to actually say thank you to Anthony Lynn and and say apology accepted. He apologized to me personally and all fans for having to watch that damn game. Yeah. So I accountability. Are you cool with my done chain? Yeah, absolutely. They're done. Yeah, yeah, put on the Chargers. It's it's I'm done with I used to buy into the Chargers hype. I used to say, oh, my God, look at all these weapons they have, and I love Phil Rivers. I'm done with them. They can't – they'll never be what they think they are. They'll never be what I want them to be. Right. They're like, they're like a son that's disappointed me over and over again, and finally I'm just accepting the fact that, you know what, you're just going to be in my basement for a while, and that's fine. Well, and at this point, with the Phil Rivers late down late in the fourth quarter, late on a Sunday afternoon, which is a joke we've been making for a long time – it's now getting to the point where it's like you go to the same bar and then you look around and you're like, I'm kind of I'm kind of over this. It's time to move on. Phil Rivers, it's not funny anymore because it happens every single week and it's sad every single week. Yeah, he he throws the helmet. He's he's walking off after uh you know missed fourth down. Guys are fumbling. Guys can't get to the end zone. It's just the whole thing is sad. And you know what? I love you, Philip Rivers. That anecdote that that we saw about the last time the Broncos and uh, Chargers played in Week 17 last year, when he said, "Hey, he was trash talking to a guy, trash talking to someone who intercepted him." He said, "Hey, you me- mother freaker, mm-hmm. you got lucky, man. I didn't see you. I love your game, man. You're a good player." He says, "Mother freaker, mother freaker." Yeah, that's great. I love you, Phil Rivers, but I, 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 I have to quit you. 
there was there was one point during this game where he was just staring at the sun. The camera did a close up on him. He was just like observing yeah, the sun, the, eyes the wide big, open. The big deep breath in through his nose. Mm-hmm. And well, he he's looks just back. He's, he's drinking it all in, man. I love you, Phil Rivers, but I have to quit you because I can't handle it anymore. I want success, and it's just never going to happen. The Chargers are going to go eight and eight. They're going to win a couple games. They'll win. Look at their schedule. What Hank, pull up their schedule. Do they have a Sunday night game against a team they shouldn't uh, beat? They're playing next week in primetime against the Steelers. Well, that one they should win. Yeah. And they'll win that one because Duck will be playing. Because Duck, yeah. Yeah, Duck will be playing. But who who else do they have later in the season? They got the Chiefs. at In primetime? Yep. Okay. 15 and the Raiders at 820. Okay, so they'll beat the Chiefs. And the if, Vikings. Well, that's, that, that's an auto win because it's Kirk Cousins that's in primetime. Kirk Cousins against a decent defense. Yeah. So they'll beat the Chiefs in primetime, and everyone will say, look out for the Chargers. They're the team, and I'll be one of them saying that, and they just won't do it. They're probably going to lose to the Raiders. I'm done with I them. Feel like, I feel like Sad. they lose to the Raiders when they should beat them. Yeah, tough break. Chargers, Dunchain. Should I? I was I was going to put the Dunchain on on the Bears, but I'm not, no, I'm not going to. I feel like that would be mean. We that, have a bye week. That would be piling we, on We're going to get point. it right. Speaking we'll of right, get it tight. bye weeks, let's say something nice about the Dolphins. Oh, they, they didn't, didn't lose. lose. You yeah. didn't lose this week. Didn't Congratulations. Lose. Good Very, job. And you have the Redskins, a, a mm-hmm. winnable game. Yep. Coming um, up. No one got arrested during the bye week yet. That we know of. That we know of. They that might we know have of. You haven't had an offensive line coach do cocaine on a live feed, so that's good. This year. This year. Okay, last game. Cowboys-Packers. Aaron Rodgers owns the Cowboys in Dallas. I saw the stat. He's 5-0 and in that building. Mm-hmm. And he did the thing where you can't have this if you're a team that wants to be taken seriously. And Aaron Rodgers said that he loves going there and he loves being there. Mm-hmm. And it's like the, the intimidation factor is at a zero. Right. I feel like the Cowboys, every single time they have a home game against a marquee franchise, half the stadium's the other fans. And he, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to kill Skip Bayless. Yes. Yeah, so, I think he's going to kill yeah, him. Yeah, Skip Ellis is freaking out, brought out the Mason Crossbar tweets, obviously. And you're right, he's not intimidated by the Dome. He's not intimidated by Jerry Jones, who's a, a drunk owner that thinks that he knows more than all the coaches because Aaron Rodgers is used to playing in front of 30,000 drunk owners that think that they know more than the coaches. Right. This is home away from home for him. I think that one playoff win, if you win a game like that, where that you have absolutely no business walking away with a W – you feel entitled to that it's statement. Crossbar. Yeah, he said, uh, Skip Bill said, I'm convinced Aaron Rodgers has some kind of hex over the Cowboys. Pins and voodoo dolls, question mark, question mark, question mark. The huh? Dez catch, the Mason crossbar cross-country field goals. Now this? Now this. This is right up there. How about this is just Dak Prescott didn't play very well and your defense couldn't stop the run at all. And the Packers, it's unfair. They basically are switch- Their defense wasn't that good today, but the fact that they have a running game now? I have a take. Aaron Jones had four touchdowns. I have a take about this about Dak Prescott. I think you should pay him right now. I think that every yeah, week that you, that you go without paying him is a week that he feels deep down inside like he doesn't deserve that contract. Mm. So if you give him his money, then he starts playing again like a guy that is owed that money. Well, he's clearly the last. It two worked weeks, in Minnesota. Yeah, these last two weeks he has not been playing for his contract. I mean, we we made the joke, but I think Jerry Jones is just going to play it like the stock market and wait till he can bottom out and then say, "Okay, I'll pay you. I'll pay you this, Dak." Mm-hmm. Jerry Jones, by the way, he's getting to that part of the season where his team has flaws and he's realizing that he may die before they ever see another Super Bowl. He said about the flag off. The, the Jason flag Garrett off f- flag off where he threw the red flag so hard 
at the ref that the ref then flagged him. He, he said, I hope the little darling didn't hear something he hadn't heard before. We should all stop the wheel over that if he got uh, abusive language. That, that, that makes no sense. No, it doesn't. We should all stop the it's, wheel he's over the that, when he says that if he got a penalty for abusive language. Yeah, so, he, so he's calling out refs, little darlings, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He's mad. I got a lot of respect for the ref that threw that flag, though. Do you see how high in the air that Oh, went? yeah. That, he knew he had the moment. It probably hit the scoreboard. Yes. We also had Ellen DeGeneres and George W. Bush in the box together. What do you think they were talking about? I don't know, but I have a take. Hey, hey Ellen. You like, oh. you're, you're like Bush? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that was that was cheap, uh-huh. but good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, That's, so, hey, that, that right there is a fucking compliment. Uh, Ellen, she has a new iPhone. I have a take. I hate people who get the new iPhone within the first month. It's such a fucking brag. Do you think Ellen stood in line somewhere? Probably not. It's such a brag. You know it too because they walk around and they're like, "I got the new iPhone." She also did that whole bullshit selfie thing for the, which wasn't an iPhone thing. So she's a traitor as well. Which one? Wait, at the Oscars? That was a, that was a cell phone ad for like the Galaxy or whatever. Oh yeah, and it also had Kevin Spacey in it. Yep. Oh. Trader. Huh. Ah, very, very interesting. interesting but don't you guys agree when you when the new iPhone comes out? I, look at my phone. My phone barely works anymore. Yeah, you're on a screen like a psycho. Well, it's smashed. I mean, a uh, case. It's smashed to bits. But I listen. I have no problem with how I live my life. It's exhilarating to be skin on metal every day. You but then wake you can't up, bitch about. You wake up like my phone a, looks like shit. Well, you, yeah, you no, I'm not case. bitching. I'm not bitching, what? Hank. Let me finish. You're a fucking schnook eating egg noodles and ketchup every day with your your phone case. I'm not bitching at all. What I'm saying is I desperately need a new phone, obviously because I'm very uh, I'm a bad boy and I don't have a case, but I would never get the new iPhone within the first month because then everyone looks at you and they're like, that guy thinks he's better than everyone. Well, it's also the fact that I like hearing people complain about what's wrong about the new iPhone and then I feel smart for not getting it. All right. right. It's like, yeah, that's why I didn't upgrade yet. But if you get it right away, then you are the new iPhone guy and then you have to keep doing that every time. Everyone knows the person mm-hmm. who gets a new iPhone immediately. Yep. Now you're an Apple fucking uh, robot. You probably wear a turtleneck and, and start a fake blood company out in Silicon Valley and get a bunch of billionaires to invest and then you steal their money yep you go out to the the apple conventions and then you clap for the ceo tim apple whenever he shows you a phone he's like oh it's got more pixels yeah oh, like, oh, oh yeah they invented a watch oh my They're god so cool pixels. i love Just shut up i love you the fucking pixels. I, I use all uh apple shit i i'm a robot for them I'm but here. i will not get a phone within the first month. i'm here though for ben roethlisberger becoming an apple guy yeah in his retirement like just like a tur- they, well they don't make a turtleneck big enough to go around ben roethlisberger's be- face but it's bullshit that iphones don't come with airpods either that is bullshit that is bullshit hank i'm that trying to get bullshit. swaggy over here i've lost four pairs of airpods um wait so ellen had it's impressive right that's impressive ellen had the new iphone is george bush an iphone guy i don't know he feels like a flip phone yeah, flip phone or Galaxy. Can we go back to Ben real quick? I, I would imagine that, you know, when you play um, NHL and you go back to, like, the 94 controls mm-hmm. and you're like, I just want I just want X shoot, O pass. 
Big Ben definitely walked into the Genius Bar and said, "Just, just make it a regular watch." Yeah, can you just, just go back to the factory settings where just time? Can you show me where the hands, like the screen <laughs> yeah. that's got the hands on it? Take everything no, else off of it. I'm old enough to remember when having an unauthorized clock would get you invited to the White House, mm. and nowadays it gets you Damn, a stiff that? five thousand dollars. Hey, cool clock. Simpler times. That'd be fucking hilarious if clock Trump kid. if Trump tweeted out, "Hey, cool clock, Ben. You want to bring it to the White House?" <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't. That wouldn't be crazy for him to do. No, do it. He would do it. You won't. So um, yeah, the, the game. Some stats about that game, real quick. Oh, because this this caught my eye when I saw Skip Bayless get angry about it. Um, Cowboys had 563 yards. Packers had 335. Mm. So, speaking of that, usually happens when your when your quarterback throws three interceptions. That's true. It's like it's the equivalent of winning the popular vote but losing the electoral vote. Shout out George W. Bush. There you go. They did it. It's they, a full circle. In co- commemoration. Um, yeah, so the Packers are back, and the Cowboys now have a bunch of questions, and everyone's going to doubt them until they have, I don't know, who, are they playing the Redskins soon? Yeah, probably. Are they playing they the, already did once, yeah. but yeah. They're playing the Giants soon. Then then they'll be back to being the best team. Amari Cooper, shout out to him. 223 yeah, yards. Anytime you hit, you hit a two as a wide receiver, it's like, anytime you lay a deuce on somebody, I'm yeah. like, that's got to be a record. I, I said audibly, like, whoa, I didn't realize he was that good today. Okay, let's do our... Has he been paid yet? Y- no. no. I don't think he has. Jerry. Jerry. Jerry, come on, buddy. You got to start going under the table. Well, they got the Jets, and then... Okay, so yeah, they'll uh, be back to Super Bowl... They'll be fine uh, next week. ...champions next week. Uh, okay, let's do our Who's Back of the Week and a couple segments, including football guys. Hank, do you want to start? Sure. Uh, we're going to get into this a little more with... Uh, this league later, but the NBA is back finally. Oh, thank God! Thank God, preseason's back. I feel like the main storylines everyone's talking about James Harden's uh, like one one footed step back three. Have you guys seen that? Yeah, yes. I did see that. He's he, like in the preseason the game that he was in. That was like the biggest crowd reaction, like more than a dunk, more than anything. He took he took the step back to the one footed. Everyone went crazy. One footed, and then also the Lakers tweeted, um, "You all have been put on notice." Oh, oh yes, he you played, didn't see that? They played well in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Davis and LeBron, uh, like, shaking hands at, after a dunk or something, and they're like, y'all have been put on notice, which bookmark that tweet. Anthony Davis had five dunks in the first half. I there think I saw that. And it, Taco Mania is sweeping Boston. Taco Mania? He got, he got in the Not game today, got Tuesdays. a standing ovation, played well. Everyone loves him. And, favorite. and my favorite news story for next year is how all of the real Warriors fans got priced out because they're in their new arena now. So they were yeah. showing a bunch of pictures yeah. like, this is bullshit. All these, you know, tech bros are taking over the Warriors. Mm. Before... It was just real working class fan base that would go sit front row at Warriors right. games. Yeah. And remember, they don't have... And Jay-Z. The, the Clay's out, so they're, they're probably not... Well, no, they, fuck. I forgot all about D'Angelo Russell. Shit. Warriors are going to be really good again. Okay. Uh, is that it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. My who's back of the week is USA Rugby. Shout out USA Rugby. Great. They're back. That hasn't happened in a while. We won the cup. We beat New Zealand. Covered? This is amazing. We no, we beat, no, we won. Right, we won so the entire the cup. Line. We beat New Zealand in the women's. in the women's sevens uh, tournament this weekend in it. the HSBC uh, World Series of Sevens that took place in the United States. So shout out USA Rugby. What was the boys back? The boys. The back. Like, Does that work the for boys, women's? Yeah, of course. We're all boys in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. We're all we're all born asexual. It's true. Without genitals, so we're one Just of the God's boys. people hanging out. Uh, the 15 team hasn't done that well in the World Cup. But what are they? What's the uh, record? It's fine. They lost again no, by fine. 50. No, that's they track got a field 50 is also back. 
Track and field, why? I was watching it this weekend. That's it? So That's it's back because Hank's okay. paying attention there to it. There we go. What's your favorite That's event? That's a low bar, but I like it. Uh, I We met a kid, this kid, Milo, who's a, like, a, I forget what country he's in, but he's actually in the pole vaulting. Pole vaulting is cool. So I've been watching that, thinking I'm going to see him. I haven't seen him yet. Every I've time, Allison Stoke. Yep. I'm rooting for him. No, her, every time I watch a pole vaulting video, I, I just, I'm afraid it that it's going to go up their butt. Yeah. You think, you think it's easy? Oh, my God, Hank. Well... Add that to the yeah, list. Yeah, that's the list of things that He's got to catch a fish, and he's got to pole, pole vault, vault, because there's no chance you can pole vault. How many meters? How, what do you mean, how many meters? Like, high? Yeah. Dude, eight. You, you won't get off the ground. Eight. No, eight, eight's a lot. You, yeah, you won't. No, I, you have to use a... I don't think Hank can, You have to just get no meters. There doesn't even have to be a bar. One you meter. You just have to hit the thing and get all the way up. And then come down without breaking all of your bones. Into the mat. And without the pole going into your butt. Okay. Zero percent chance. How many chances are, you, are we giving you? A few, I mean, I gotta, I gotta like try it out. You're gonna get so hurt. Yeah, this, oh, this is not awesome. gonna end well. You're gonna be so hurt. I need cameras on all of it. All right, all right, okay, perfect. Uh, all right, my who's back is uh, larger guys because I don't know if you guys saw a friend of the program, uh, Stav from Cumtown, had mm-hmm. tweeted out that uh, Bonobos is is that how you say it. Sure. Bonobos, Bonobos. Uh, is doing ads where they're going to larger guys, calling it the prominent fit. It's true. Not fat guys, not large, not extra large, not big and tall. It's the prominent fit. Yeah, the I I I'm think that's prominent. a great that's a great new term. You're rebranding. Yes, I I looked up syn- synonyms for prominent. We could just go on and on for big guys. Okay, distinguished, the distinguished fit, mm-hmm. the notable. That is actually. The nicest thing you can say about a fat guy is you're notable. I think I think that you're uh, you're also kind of appropriating this culture now because you're not I have that lost big a little anymore. Weight. Yeah, I've lost a little weight. Thank you for you're noticing. not as prominent as you used to be. Noteworthy, important, imminent. I like imminent. Famed. Uh, hey, I'm just, protuberant. I'm, give me a give me what size shirt are you? I'm the I'm the uh, esteemed size. <laughs> you're conspicuous. <laughs> no. Easily seen. Influential. <laughs> There's you go. I like this, though. We should start doing this for anything that people look down on. Let's just flip it on its head. The prominent fit. I Notice to all people who ask me for money on the streets, instead of saying, hey, big guy, which I get every single day, mm-hmm. how about, hey, prominent guy? That's That would be, be much nice. more likely to give you, you give them money yeah. if they said I'm that. Like, oh, me? I, yeah. I think that fat guys are getting a little too much shine recently. Really? Well, I do. It's our, I do. It's our season. It's your season. It's it's bod season right now. Yep. Um, it's like you, we talk about fat guy touchdowns in football. Everyone gets excited. No one talks about little guy touchdowns. Like best short film should be what we call little guy touchdowns would be good. Itty bitty titties. Darren Sproles. Just a highlight. Just highlight reels of him. Darren Sproles. All I'm saying is that you guys have been prominent for quite some time. Yeah. Me guys like me and Dan Snyder that work real hard. We we don't get a lot of love. Little. So. It, we'll call you the itty bitty size. Itty bit. What size like shirt does either. PFT wear? He wears an itty bitty. I wear a. <laughs> I wear an extra medium. <laughs> All right, uh, PFT. You got an ad for us before we get to football guys of the week? Yeah, I do. I want to talk to you guys about Bud Light. Yes, we love Bud Light. We love drinking it. We love holding a, a nice, cool can of Bud Light against our forehead on a hot day for any of your tailgate, Sunday football, barbecue, happy hour, engagement party, wedding, camping, bonfire, adult softball league, family gathering, office party, date night, bachelor party. Bachelorette party, fishing, purchasing a new home, birthday, graduation, or simply because it's Friday needs 
look no further than a Bud Light. And for any of your businesses or personal printing needs, look no further than Minuteman Press. Yep, that's right. Rather than spending an entire ad read reminding you that it's beer and it's crisp and it's great for every occasion, Bud Light is giving the other half of its ad read to small businesses But we don't do free ads. The read must include the words crisp and Bud Light. So I'm talking about crisp, Bud Lights, and I'm talking to you guys about Minuteman Press. Minuteman specializes in business cards, corporate branding, brochures, and much more. Enjoy a Bud Light and relax while Minuteman prints your paper crisp and hot off the press. Even Rick Pitino will say, Minuteman Press in New Rochelle gets your job done fast. Wow, that's pretty quick. Check it out, Minuteman Press in New Rochelle. For a chance to have your small business featured, simply tweet or DM at Bud Light and add for your business. But remember, your script has to include the words crisp and Bud Light. So shout out to our friends at the Minuteman Press in New Rochelle. Okay, let's get to football guy of the week. We have some good nominees. First up, we have Virginia Tech linebacker Alan Tisdale. Puking on the field immediately before a play and then playing the play. Mm-hmm. Puking rally. Uh, let me use this time, too, to say that Miami, of all the fake back schools, Miami is the fakest. Yes, they're not back. They st- they're, they're, they're not back at all. They stink that, so bad. Sure. Uh, I, I just I like any play where a player is puking but doesn't really move or get out of their stance. Yes. There's something that's just high comedy about puking while you're walking and not bending over. You see that, that umpire that puked the other day? No. That just projectile vomited water? Joe West? Yeah, I wish. I wish. He, that's what he stores in his Pelican Damn. pouch. Uh, all right. Next up, we have LSU strength coach Tommy Moffitt having an assistant hit him in the back with a folding chair to make sure the, quote-unquote, the players were awake ahead of an 11 a.m. kickoff. That's, I mean, that's that's strength coach 101. That's an alarm clock yes. if you're a strength and conditioning coach. Just getting hit in the back. Yes. Uh, should we do Is my- that the guy that, that headbutts players on the sidelines and makes his face bleed? Sure. I think it's probably the same. Yeah, if probably. not, they're cut from the same cloth, and I'm sure they're best buddies. Ah. Uh, we have next up, uh, Titans head coach, Mike Vrabel, our friend Mm -hmm. standing sadly in the rain with his wet mustache. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Pouring rain. What was he doing out there? Just soaking in the moment, literally soaking in the moment. Just getting a feel, just getting a smell of the rain. As sad as it looked, I just think that Mike Vrabel is the type of guy. He has his pregame routine and no matter what the weather, he's going to go through his pregame routine. Mm Mm-hmm. So if it's he usually zero degrees, he's out there. Too, yeah. yeah, right. Um, I'm, I'm going to one up you and say the mustache is not a great look for being wet. I'm just saying any wet dude, yeah, looks wet sad. Dudes. Wet dudes in general, they wet look, dudes and wet dogs. They, they look bad. They smell bad. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, okay, and then last, uh, Kyle Long, when he was asked which London landmarks he would like to visit, he said, "I want to see what the end zones are like at Tottenham Stadium." Mm-hmm. I could have seen some more. He wanted to see him, and he saw him. Whatever. He uh, okay, let's do some segments. Wrap up the show. By the way, we have Gary Busey on on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. He is. It was a very, what very did, interesting interview. What did you think of that interview, Hank? I mean, way better than expected. He's he was he was off the reservation, but with it. Yes, he's he, on it. Yes. He's, we he brought us to his reservation, and then we partied. Yeah, on his reservation. My mind is still blown. It's yes. like Bill Walton two He was awesome. So get was, he was more that. put together than Bill Walton, but also more out of it. Right, right. I, th- I felt like I alternately deeply, deeply connected with what Gary Busey was saying, 
But then I also got confused at my own thoughts that he made me think. Right. Right. It was an awesome one. So be excited for that. Okay. Segments. Uh, this league, Daryl Morey. Someone explain to me what's going on. So, so I fully understand. Okay. So there's there are protests going on in Hong Kong. As somebody who has been to Hong Kong recently, um, I think they're centered around drug usage and like not enough Molly. Not enough Molly. Yep. They're actually centered around. They're they're upset that the Chinese government is trying to enforce their own extradition laws on Hong Kong and kind of Hong Kong exists as its own district. Right. Mm. And then China Amsterdam. Is, yeah. It's like Amsterdam or like use it all in like shows that I've watched. Okay. So it, so Hong Kong's like Amsterdam. Right. Got it. And then Charles Clay and the entire state of Maryland are like, shit, we're going to make you mm-hmm. stop using drugs because we're not getting any money off your drugs. Got it. And so we're going to get money off your drugs. And also, you need to extradite uh, all your drug dealers to China. And Bubbles? We, yeah, Bubbles is coming. Bubbles is coming to mainland China, and we're going to try him underneath Chinese law. Who's Omar? Omar is probably... Uh, I don't know that many people in Hong Kong. All right, so Daryl Morey... Was like Daryl Morey is kind of the cop. What was the guy's name? McNulty. McNulty. Yeah, Daryl Morey. He's like, yeah, it is okay. So what happens? Daryl Morey is saying this like episode, the I, Amsterdam guy. No, yeah, oh yeah, the other the Bu- Amsterdam guy, Buddy Coleman. Yeah, Buddy he's Coleman, Buddy yeah. Coleman. So he's like, hey, this is Coleman. a good idea. You should Amsterdam should exist. Yes, and then the uh, Furtada, the Rockets. Owner, he's like Ziggy. He's like fuck this. This shouldn't exist. He's like Ziggy, the guy that crashes Got his it. car and okay. So what's the problem beer. now? So the problem is that Daryl Morey tweeted out his support of the protesters. In Can't do Hong that. Kong, and it just so happens that the Rockets make a shitload of money Ooh. off of mainland China. Yeah. So he's rubbing people the wrong way over there. The, Yao Ming. Yeah, Yao Ming is pissed off at Daryl Morey. Yao Ming works for the Chinese. Rockets. This league. Chinese NBA and they're anti-Rockets now. Got they're it. trying to push an agenda to... They basically have taken the Rockets off their streaming service. So it's like, if you're in mainland China, that's like 50 million people. They're, you're not allowed to watch Rocket games. If you paid for a, a like a league pass for the Rockets, you you have to pick another team. Holy shit. They're like pushing, all because of a tweet? All because of a tweet. Yeah. And so that's why they're, they have to apologize and shit. They're like pushing the Nets as like now, the new Chinese right, right. NBA team. So oh, the Rockets sorry, are like China. the Rockets are fucked. So and the best part is that the NBA came out and basically disavowed Daryl Morey, right? Yeah, the NBA was like, no, he doesn't speak for us. Even he though the speak- NBA is like the biggest, like we stand for human rights and all these things, and we're the most progressive yeah. league. Yeah, but, but if you but fuck with our money, communi- just kidding. Communists buy sneakers too. Yes, is what they're saying. I right like now. that. I like and, that the NBA is just showing that, yeah. like, hey, hey. We we want to do like hey we got against Trump no, it doesn't cost us anything yeah no NBA uh-huh. All Star game in Charlotte, uh but if we're talking about people wanting to be free just kidding we got to sell league pass to them right oh there we don't see any video <laughs> of the millions of Muslims that you're imprisoning so we're not oh, going to say anything fuck. bad about you they put themselves in a real pickle they did I wish Magic Johnson was still affiliated with the Lakers so he could tweet about this it's a good life good, lesson good luck to both the protesters in Hong Kong and the Chinese government yeah it's a good lesson. it will be interesting to see who wins this dispute all, all your all your all the kids out there it's a good life lesson your your morals uh, are only morals until it fucks with your wallet do you think that which this is, is, is common why theme in the wire it's yeah. a common 
common theme it in is. the world. It's the entire how the entire world works. Do you think that this is why the NBA said we're not going to allow any ninja style headbands? Like because oh. that's a Japanese the Japanese ninja, so it's a signal to the Chinese communist government being like, "Hey, we've got your back. We're on your side." Yes. I think it's possible. I think yes. it's very possible. Um, all right, so they got themselves in a pickle. This league is back. It also could be it could be related to remember when Leangelo Ball got arrested over in China? Yep. And then he mysteriously just got released back to the United States. Oh, like, real mysterious. quick. A little quid pro quo. President quo. Trump released, got him. Okay, he so Leangelo and ASAP Rocky yeah. are two most uh, important cultural exports have been returned to. All I know is I got my eye on this Furtada guy. He seems like a real lightning rod. Is his name Furtada? Uh, the Rockets owner? Is it? It's Furtida? If it's Furtada, that's a hell of a name. I'm going to search it right now. Rockets owner. I'm pretty sure. You do an ad, PFD, our last ad, and then I'm going to search his name. Rockets owner. Oh, I, I just like to say as... T- oh, yeah, Furtida. Furtida. Are we allowed to speak Tillman for, the New Zealand, for the New Zealand Breakers? Yes. Which way do you want to go on this? Ooh. Do you want to... Pro... How about we'll go good cop, bad cop? Pro... I... Well, no, no, no. We got to People use... in mainland trying to listen to PMT, Here's too. what we have to do. We, we have to shut do a that lot off. of words that say nothing. Okay. I think I can do this. We're certainly looking into aspects mm-hmm. of everything that's happening in Hong Kong, and uh, we are pro-human rights across the board, and I think that it's important before jumping to any conclusions, yeah. we wait for all the facts to come out. Well, more than that, PFT, I think the most important thing is to listen to a lot of people here and open a dialogue. So we have to have a conversation about what's going on in the world, and then we're going to put together a panel. We're going to talk to people. We have uh, put many uh, women and minorities on this panel, Mm -hmm. so we are going to get a lot of different uh, perspectives. And once we have a conversation, we'll we'll have a task force, and then our task force on Daryl Morey tweets, that's what we're going to call it, will then make a judgment on this. So tune in, because we will probably release this statement uh, the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. There you go. There you have it. So kudos statement. to us for coming out strongly yep. on this event. Someone transcribe that, please, and uh, put that out as a press release. Before we get to the rest <laughs> of the show, I want to talk about Dollar Shave Club. When I talk about Dollar Shave Club, I can't stress enough the quality of their products. They've spent years developing, crafting, and refining everything. They have everything I use to look, feel, and smell my best. You name it, they've got it. I use it. I've been a Dollar Shave Club member for years. And as amazing as our shave stuff is, Dollar Shave Club is way more than just razors. I use their toothpaste every single day. I love that it ships to me on a schedule. I think I've talked about this before, but it does take a load off when you don't have to worry about getting down to the end of a tube of toothpaste when you know that it's there in your bathroom stock ready to go. I use their executive razor. I use their prep scrub. I use their post-shave dew. I love everything that I get from Dollar Shave Club, and they've got you covered head to toe. Everything you need to shower, shave, style your hair, brush your teeth, and yes, even wipe your butt. And Dollar Shave Club can keep you automatically stocked up on the products you use. You can get whatever you want, whenever you need it, whether that's once a month or a few times a year. I never have to waste time at a store wondering if what I get is any good because at Dollar Shave Club, I know what I'm getting is the highest quality. And right now, you can put the quality of Dollar Shave Club's products to the test. Their Ultimate Shave Starter Set has basically everything you need for an amazing shave. The executive razor, shave butter, prep scrub, and post-shave dew. And the best part is you can try it for just 5 bucks. After that, the restock box ships regular-sized products at regular prices. Get your ultimate starter set for just 5 bucks at dollarshaveclub.com slash PMT. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash PMT. Okay, let's talk some baseball. 
Natitude. Natitude is uh, we hit a little speed bump. You tonight. got a bad natitude. Hit a speed bump tonight. That's fine. It was a bad natitude night. It's, it turns out that having your starting pitchers also be your relief pitchers isn't the best strategy going into postseason baseball. They won game two, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a moment since I put a future bet on Natitude yep. winning the World Series. Figured it worked for the Capitals. Trying to help you out, maybe get some good juju going. Thank you. When they were up two one, I said, "I'm rich." You counting your money already? Because they were going to beat the Dodgers, then they were going to steamroll the Braves or, yep. or the Cardinals, and then shock the world with the Astros. Not the Yankees. No, the Astros are going to. The Astros are going to. Do we all agree the Astros are going to kill the Yankees? So the Yankees, the Twins should stop. I feel bad for the Twins. It's the Astros it's are going to kill the Yankees. Yeah, the Twins won a hundred and one games. I, How? I. T- they hit a lot of home runs. That's right. And yeah. how many times did they by play the, way, the Orioles this year? Not to toot my own horn, but I did say the the Twins were going to win the uh, AL Central when we did our preseason predictions that no one writes down and no one cares about, solely based on the fact that I had been hearing about the Twins' rebuild for long enough that I said, it seems like it's about time. Uh-huh. So they won 101 games, and they're just roadkill for the Yankees. They started a cab driver. In the second game, not looking down on him. I know mm-hmm. people are very upset, which is the dumbest controversy ever. So the the fans at Yankee Stadium were chanting Uber, Uber, Uber because they, were, try- they were trying to get in Rab- Randy, Randy Dobnik's head yep. uh, during the game. And people are big mad about it because it's like, oh, you're talking down about somebody's profession. It's like, well, it's you kind of gave them a lot of meat on the bone to work with because every story going to that game was about how he drove a cab in the offseason. Also... He, Randy Dobnik was probably he's probably had been in the locker rooms his whole life. He's probably made, had similar jokes been made. He's probably made similar jokes. He probably thought it was funny. And guess what? That's sports. I just can't stand people who write about sports that forget what rooting for a team and being passionate about a team yeah what that feels like yeah because if you're in a playoff atmosphere you're jacked up you're you know probably drunk you're going to the game with your friends your family whoever and you know that the guy was an uber driver you're gonna chant uber it's mm-hmm. funny it wasn't mean i don't think it was mean they should actually have chanted that at Jameis winston that would be a more appropriate be, usage and guess of what chant. when they do that and they probably they have. probably will uh, yeah but it was the, the moral of the story is, as Big Cat's saying, if you're drunk enough, you can chant whatever you want on it. Pretty much. Well, not all the yeah. way. But don't you think that's a stupid thing to be mad about? I, I think it on the in the larger scheme of things in life, it's probably pretty dumb. You're not you're not like making fun of his dead family. You're no. talking about a job that he had. I'm sure that we have Uber drivers that listen to part of my tick. We're not looking down. That's awesome. On I want to be an Uber driver. But we are saying that if you're pitching against the Yankees in a playoff game. You would probably expect that the crowd would bring up the fact that you're an Uber driver. If I if I keep losing my can't lose parlay, I'm gonna be an Uber driver. The, yeah, the the good way to kind of judge whether or not a chant is acceptable is would Randy Quaid say it during the major league movies? And I think he absolutely would say it during the major league. Movies. It's just so stupid that all these people. Uh, and, and then of course there's classic internet 2019 where the backlash to the backlash was even larger than the backlash. So then I started hating those people. The people who were mad about defending about, their right to, to chant. Whatever. Right. Yeah. Like, no, dude, just let it live in the moment. Just leave it there. You don't have to go online and start fighting everyone who's who's mad about this. Because mm-hmm. it was, honestly, I looked for it. It was like four people. Four people said it was a classless thing. Those four people don't really like sports. They just, you know, f- cover sports. Mm-hmm. So don't get mad at them because now you make yourself look like an asshole. Mm-hmm. 
Just leave it. Just leave it in the fucking stadium. But anyway, yeah, the Yankees are going to steamroll the Twins. They'll probably sweep them. Uh, the Cardinals choked one away. Yeah, yeah. And they, they really did choke one away. Yeah. Big time. I'm not saying that in a mean way. I, I'm speaking you know what? facts. I want the Braves to win as much as possible unless they're playing against the Nats because every single time the Braves get a postseason victory, to me that counts towards the mid-90s Braves that yeah. didn't get enough. Bobby Cox yeah. put it on the list. Um, and then the Astros, which you don't think the Astros are going to beat the Yankees, Hank? I don't think they're going to do it as easily as you th- say they're going to do it. Oh, yeah, they are. Bronx Bombers? Dude. You don't feel the electricity yeah, in the city? Yeah, you know what beats the Bronx Bombers? Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole. Garrett mm-hmm. Cole, I was telling you guys before I looked it up, Garrett Cole had 33 swing and misses on Saturday night. That's 15 like strikeouts. That seems like He's a insane. Lot. He's on a different level. And then who are they pitching in, in game three? Oh, Zach Greinke? I mean, it's ridiculous. It's pretty good. It's so pretty who good. the Astros are going to win the World Series as first reported by Alex Bregman on this very show. But yeah, I mean playoff baseball is pretty awesome except Natitude's Natitude no, Natitude's not dead. I'm I'm not going to the game I've decided tomorrow. Because your sugar daddy couldn't yeah, take Yeah, cuz Marlon's man couldn't take me. He said he's got a, Marlon's man big time me. He's got appointments and stuff that he's going to. He's not going to be in D.C. Very important. Very important meetings that he has to make, I'm sure. But yeah, I'm not going to this game. Maybe uh maybe I'll go to game or I guess it would be game three next round. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'll see you in game three. There you round. go. Against the Braves? Uh, yeah, against the Bravos. Okay. The Bravos are going to be playing the Nats. That's going to be great. Yeah, it's going to be Max Scherzer for the first four innings, uh, Strasburg for three, and then Annabelle for the last uh, four. Max Scherzer versus Rich Hill tomorrow. Okay. I feel Get good about ready. that. I feel good about that. Yeah, Rich Hill throws soft. There you go. There you go. Dude, I am I'm scared for anybody that has to face Max Scherzer on the mound. Yes. I'm just terrified. That gift that I'm was not, remade where he just says I am going what is it? He's you're like my bitch. I'm going to fuck you up, bitch. You yeah, my, you're my bitch. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, take it easy, I'm Max. glad that he found baseball because if not he would probably be a serial killer. Even his face looks like the cover of Making a Murder where it's two different yes, people. Yes. Yes. Oh, speaking of which, I went out to uh, dinner on Friday night and there was like the ambiance music was playing and they started playing the uh, song from uh, Sounds of the Lamps, and That's it weird. ruined the vibe. That's the, so- the song when he does the mangina, yeah, he's like, "Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me." Buffalo Bill. Did they have fava beans on the menu? <laughs> no, it was it was, dude. It really kills the vibe when you start thinking about a dude in the mirror looking at himself uh-huh. saying, "Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me." You know what would be other awful? People's skin actually be a great prank if you own a restaurant one night. Just play the the soundtrack to Two Girls One Cup. And look around and see who gets it. Who gets it. it. Who's in the know. (laughs) Who's in the know. Um, Okay. Oh, I forgot to mention shit. Barstoolgold.com slash PMT. If you want to watch this, barstoolgold.com slash PMT. Uh Monday reading. Here we go. Uh, We'll finish up the show. My boyfriend of one year is obsessed with a porn star. Okay. That's normal, right? Uh, Hank, what's your favorite porn star? I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, I'm you not, don't watch porn. I don't yeah, watch yeah, porn. Okay. Nice me too. All right, so this is normal. I like them all. So this is this is really weird for me. I could understand if my boyfriend was fast. Asa, just because she was coworkers. With there us. you go. Asa, you got okay. it. I could understand if my boyfriend was fascinated with a female porn star. Mine's Carter Cruz because I forgot her name uh, like a month ago when I was talking about ECU. Mm, there you go. Um, mine is uh, fuck. What's that guy's name? Evan Stone. Mm, that's a good one. He was the main character in uh, Stagnetti's Revenge, one and two. 
pirate porn. Uh, okay, so this re- this is really weird for me. I could understand if my boyfriend was fascinated with a female porn star, but instead he obs- is obsessed with a male porn star that he likes to call Two Tone Malone. Some of you might know him. For those that don't know, he's a male porn star where there's an obvious distinction in color between his shaft and his head. Two Tone Malone makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm being homophobic, but it bothers me when he mentions how he wishes his dick was as big and multicolored as the male porn stars is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. I mean, we all have our own insecurities. I want stuff such as firmer butt or tighter stomach. Hey, listen, girl, you're good as you. But he is literally obsessed with this guy. He goes around telling not only me, but also his friends about how he only watches porn with him in it now. And he's not lying. I've seen his collection. And I'm pretty sure his friends are also weirded out by it. Any thoughts? Uh, yeah, I've got a couple of thoughts right off the bat. Okay. If, if you really want it so bad, you could just get those colors tattooed on yourself. Yes. They good do point. Dick, they do dick <laughs> tattoos. There's a solution for you. You should get that for him. Maybe if you did that, he would stop talking about him. Maybe. I, Probably not. So I don't think so. If you're obsessed with a male porn star... I guess it makes sense to be obsessed with one that has a hilarious dick. Yes. Because it's like a romantic comedy every time you watch it. Yes, yes. Uh, Okay, normally I would think this is just a phase and he'll get over it and forget about this guy. (laughs) After all, I'm sure we've all had celebrity crushes that we no longer care about. Britney Spears. Uh, Christina Aguilera. You were Christina? Cardi B. Over. You don't care. Over. Hank? Spears. Yeah, Britney Spears. Oh, were you later Spears? Crazy Britney? Toxic, toxic Britney Spears. Ah, mm. I'm talking about like late '90s Britney. Yeah, when we were the same age as her. Pa- Pam Anderson too. Yep. Always the goat. same. Always the goat. Mm-hmm. Uh, LimeWire okay. broke like three of my computers because of that. The video. Tommy, the Tommy Lee when he honked yeah. the bo- the boat with his dick. That video and like Vince Carter dunk videos. And, One in the same. And they were probably many, <laughs> many computers in, in the lock. They're probably both mislabeled as the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Download uh, the no, they're to- all like Soldier Boy songs. How many yeah. millions of people do you think have seen Tommy Lee honk that boat with his dick? Probably, probably, I'd say seventy million. Seventy million. Seventy million people. I watched hilarious. Like, Tommy Lee yeah. is like one of those guys that you you knew right away uh, that he was the guy in the the friend group who just did like the dick pranks because his dick was so funny. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Sorry. There was like a CNN documentary about the 90s, and it was like said like 30% of porn, or 30% of the internet was just people on porn, and most of that was people coming for the Pam Anderson sex tape. So maybe more. They basically so like- might be low. That tape she revolutionized the internet. the internet. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, normally, I would think it's just a phase. We'll get over it. Uh, however, as of right now, he's actually considering- Circumcision purely for cosmetic reasons because he finds it really hot when two-tone initially sticks his paler part of his dick in for a while to tease the girl, then shoves in the darker shit. Oh, wait, so it's the other way around. This, yeah, this I actually so This too. changes everything. Yes. Because, okay, I thought it was a situation where it looked like a candy apple at the end of a straw. Right. But no, it's not what you're saying. It's like a, like a Hershey's hug. That's connected to. It's a straw wearing a hat. It's when to you like a log. No, it's when you when they give you the straw, but they keep the top of the paper on so that you know it's fresh. Is it a paper straw? Yeah, the pa- no, it no, it's a regular a plastic straw. straw. It's a it's you can chew right black the paper. straw with a with a paper on the top. Okay, got it. that is a pretty hilarious dick. That is very funny. Is, now is this a white gentleman or is it a uh, I don't African know. American? I don't know. Hank, look it up. Two tone Malone. 
<laughs> I, I mean, I'm going to look it up. All right, here we go. I understand that it's his body and he can do whatever he wants, but I don't think he should go through with an unnecessary procedure with all the risks involved. I personally don't have a preference between cut and uncut. Let's see it. Hank's showing us two-tone Malone. Let's see, Hank. Can I see? It's just a Photoshop of Kevin Malone. Oh. Like post, <laughs> post Malone uh, face okay. tattoos. Is this I, a real person? Yeah, it must be. I personally don't have a preference between cut and uncut. I've been with both, but I also don't want to deal with him bringing his fetish of a two-tone dick into the bedroom. He actually had me say things like, don't stick the dark part in yet. It's too big. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, this guy, I can't, I kind of get what he's like. Most people will go to the gym and yell Kobe when they shoot a three. This guy is just saying, hey, tell me to not put the dark part in yet when he's having sex. It's important to have heroes no matter what you're doing. Are you looking, Hank? Did you find him? Not yet. What? How have you guys not found him? Two-Tone Malone, porn star. I'm looking up two, Two-Tone Malone. What? Oh, okay. This, no, no, he, no. People know him as Two Tone Malone. There's actually a man that goes by Two Tone Malone. I'm not seeing anything about him. Okay. Here's two blondes, one Two Tone. I'm watching a Two Tone Malone porn right now. Okay, so am I. He's a handsome fella, I must say. Oh, I see it. It's not as Two Tone as no, you that's think. Not, that's not that bad. All right. This is gone. Hey, you know what? Gone sideways you know, you know what us. it is. Okay, so here's what two we're just. This is a part yeah. of part of my take. We're just watching porn while you listen. Here's what two tone Malone is. It's like a golfer after they get done finishing Stuart on eighteen, Sink. and they take their hat off. Yes, and it's Stuart got Sink. a little tan line at the top of it. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. All right. Is uh, we'll wrap up here. Is there anything I can say to help him forget about this fetish, and more importantly, the circumcision? I've already told him how I like his dick just the way it is, and how I don't think two tone is that attractive. I really don't. His face is kind of weird. Uh, it. Uh, no, it's, no, it's not. I just looked at him. But I guess guys don't care about that. <sighs> I say let him be him. Yeah, well, let he him just looks start... up two tone. He seems like actually a like. It's the old. He's very successful. It's the old like. Hey, at least you know I might have my vape. Like I vi- I vape. At least I don't smoke crack. Mm-hmm. He's his celebrity crush slash role model in life is two tone Malone. At least it's not Kim Jong Un. Yeah, it could be worse. He could just want... Put in perspective. Just a totally one-toned penis, which I think would probably look stranger. Right. So let him do his thing. Uh, We all have our heroes. Unless Two-Tone Malone... Actually, this is what you need to do. You need to reach out to Two-Tone Malone and have him do the Charles Barkley, I am not a role model. That would be good. Or just you could write Two-Tone Malone a letter and be like, hey, man, I want to be just like you. Could I get your autograph? Yeah, can we have a catch? Yeah, can you autograph my dick? Yeah. Can you just color in the bottom part of my dick with a light brown marker? This might sound weird, but I always just kind of wanted to catch a load. Two-tone. It's it's a little strange. I understand where this person is coming we don't from. Shame. We don't but, but you know what? Like some women, they want to change things about their bodies, and that's fine. Yeah. If a guy wants to make his penis look like a, a churro that's been dipped in vanilla frosting. Beautiful. Let him do it. Beautiful. Love is love. Love is love. Okay, that's our show. We have Gary Busey coming on Wednesday. Get excited. It's awesome. Love you guys.
It's Pardon My Take, presented by Bar Stool Sports.